that's a little more appropriate for this week than it is. Because, yeah, it's like a really dumb thing that I do every week where I drink a, a thinger. Uh, a thing. This is a Wegman's orange pineapple. I grabbed a, the Wegman's orange pineapple. The the once the once king of the seltzers, the Toyota Tercel of seltzers. <laughs> um, but uh, now you know since we're gonna talk Steve Austin a little later, that's a little more fitting. It should have been. I should have cracked open an El Segundo. Do you have one? I do. I got three you in there. Everyone? No, it tasted like shit. Well, whose fault is that? The Steve Austin's. Are you gonna get? The, well, it's a different one now, isn't it? A, an American. There's lager a lager now. now. Yeah, you like that. I try a lager. I, I don't drink. The I think uh, I like my beers a little fruity nowadays. I think Tim from Final Wrestling Place said he had one and it was quite delicious. Oh yeah, yeah he said I, he enjoyed. I'm it. not an IPA guy, so I'm not gonna like the the Broken Skull IPA. Sure. I just wanted to drink one to try and channel some of the Steve Austin energy. So did <laughs> never mind. You go a lot of ways with yeah, that one. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna go. Yep. I was going all right. Oh. Cool. Yep. What's up, man? I'm still married, so we're good. <laughs> um, Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> oh <laughs> my god, he's bad at marriages. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, one of the many things. Yep. One of the yep. many. One of the uh-huh. many things in professional wrestling that we sweep sure. under the rug. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> uh. Welcome to Weenie Wrestling, everybody. God, were you just wetting me during what I was talking I, about? I didn't even mean to. <laughs> oh, God. If I was wetting you, I would have. What? 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 Uh, yeah, welcome to Weenie Wrestling, everybody. I'm DJ. I'm here with Brett. Brett, how are you? What's up, man? How you doing, pal? I'm fucking living. How's, life is good? Yeah, dude. Life good. is fucking awesome. Good. Life is peachy. <laughs> see what I did there. Oh, my God. Don't. Make me twist on you. Oh Jesus! I won't do that. Oh, uh, was that uh, on that record? Yeah, it was like the the beginning of the remember. record. I, I was over corn by that point. Oh my god! It was like ninety seven. Yeah, I was done. How could you have been over corn in ninety seven? Was their first record. I was done after that. Oh, I don't need anything boy. beyond that first record. That's a lie. Freak on a leash. No. Got the life. Uh uh-uh. uh. That shit's so good. No, I don't. Oh. I don't like when Anthony Kiedis does it. I'm not going to like when Jonathan Davis does it. What? The weird scatting they do in the yeah, middle of their songs. Do that. Yeah, they do. He does other odd shit. Simon Lumba Ding a Domba Ding a Dinging. Ding 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 on a ding ding ding. That's the same. It's completely different. What a weird podcast. Yeah, it's totally different. It's totally different. It's that anybody ding. Ding 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 but a ding ding. It's a ding 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 but a ding ding. Totally the same. It's that anybody ting. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Welcome to reviewing behind the music. Yo, <laughs> I would love Not that. A bad idea. I, what? Do they even make behind the music no. anymore? Well, I feel like one of the last ones they made was the Pantera one. Yeah, I think they tried to bring it back, but no, they weren't as good. Like, did you ever watch the Pantera one? I don't know. It's real good, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It, it's awesome. Did they talk about Alan Selmo's uh, white supremacist. I think this was beforehand. Oh, okay, before his, uh, uh, you know, white okay. white power rant. I do remember because it it is it's post Dimebag dying. Yeah, yeah, cause, yeah. Because Vinny, Vinny right. Paul's there, right? Yeah, it's a uh, it's pre Vinny Paul dying. Yes, yeah. It's it's a really good one. Yeah, we still have to we we got to watch that. We got to watch uh, Supergroup. Oh, we got we talk about Super Battle Group for all Ozfest. Time. Yeah, there's so many shows we need to watch. Yeah, though. they're all on YouTube. That's true. Yeah, <sighs> Savage Animal. Um, Please go watch it now. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We're going to go watch Sebastian Bach be an idiot. Uh, yeah. What up, Baz? <laughs> I know you listen, brother. <laughs> uh, I think he does like wrestling, doesn't he? 
I, dude, I know he's a comic book I know guy. He loves comic books. He's a kiss guy. Yeah, because he had Gene Simmons' blood cup. Right. And he had, did he have the first appearance of Spider-Man? No, first, on the MTV Cribs, he pulled out first appearance of Punisher, in, he, which is in Spider-Man. Oh, he I might have very out. well had that, too, but I remember specifically okay. pulling out the first appearance we'll of Punisher. We'll have to watch that MTV Cribs one we as will, well, then. We will. They brought that back. I was watching that the other day. Ew, really? Yeah. Dude, it was, MTV uh, Cribs stopped when they went to Red Man's house. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, it was Rick Ross. Uh, and listen, if you know anything about me, uh, I have a very, very limited knowledge on who or what Rick Ross does. I understand that Rick Ross has lost a ton of weight, so good for Rick Ross. Who the fuck you think you're fucking with? I'm the fucking boss. Yeah, no. Uh, but he has a massive house, and I was like, what does Rick Ross do to get all this money? I thought musicians didn't make any money because of Spotify. He used to be a prison guard. Okay. And then he became he didn't, a rapper. He, he didn't buy this house on prison no, guard money, no, I'll tell you that, that much. Because that 50 Cent made fun of him for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This thing was massive. <laughs> so what is, but where does he make all his money? Rap. Really? Yeah. That much money? Yeah. Listen, I'm told by the media. He had a record called God Forgives. I don't. That's I, such a good record. <laughs> I, I'm told, I, I, I'm told that musicians don't make money because Spotify doesn't pay out and there's no money in music anymore. Stop following Doyle Von Wolfgang Von Frankenstein <laughs> but, on Instagram. Uh, but Rick... Rick Ross has a has a house that's like as big as the world. It's got like nineteen staircases in the front yeah, room. It's gigantic. Okay. Yeah, Rick right. Ross is huge. Okay, good for him. He has a lot of a lot of streams. Yeah. on Spotify. Okay, but still, one one stream pays like seven one millionth of a cent. You got to get a lot of streams to buy a house like that. Well, why did it my phone type really? That's weird. Oh. Uh, Rick Ross. Welcome to the Rick Ross cast, everybody. I mean, monthly, he has over 13 million monthly listeners. Okay. Stunned. All right. That's just Spotify alone. Okay. Yeah. I just thought he was a dude that, like, wandered around and, like, was there, but didn't actually put out any music. I didn't know what he did. Come on, Maybach music. I don't know. Oh, I don't know what he did. You're so old. Yeah. It's super All the old. olds that listen to us, you're going to be like, old. ugh. Super old. Where's my youngs at? Nowhere. Wh- hootie who. Uh, <laughs> whoop whoop. Is that what you just said? No, I certainly do oh. not. That's a whole different okay. avenue. <laughs> whoop whoop. I know. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, let me start this over. <laughs> Welcome to We Did Wrestling, everybody. Uh, we're gonna uh <laughs> I'm completely thrown. We I did this to myself. Shout out to the Wicked Clown family. Family. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Family. One day we're gonna do top three dark carnival matches. Um Okay. okay. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> all three of them. Yeah, uh, I'll still never forget wearing that shirt you got me for Christmas yeah. and sheets, and the guy, the cashier, just staring a hole into me, going, "Well, that's a shirt I never thought I'd see," and me going, "Fuck yeah!" That's right. Whoop whoop. Uh, <laughs> this one goes out to all my clowns, Dark Lotus and shit, man. Are these already with Twisted? I don't think Twisted is around anymore. I don't know. Let's let's check Reverb's event page. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, Come on, man, you look at that with Jamie Madrox. <laughs> what, what happened here? I did Jamie Madrox. That's the multiple man from Marvel Comics. I like him. All right, uh, all right. Yep. Here we are, all wrestling right. time. Uh, so, <laughs> welcome to We Need Wrestling, everybody. Oh Great, because you know the only piece of news we have is so fucking like, I know, awful. It's too, terrible. It's funny. And it's just like gather, ha ha ha. By the way, I gotta gather myself. Ugh. Uh, because it's genuinely sad news. Yeah. Before we get into the week of wrestling, that's going to be not very broad, and it's not as broad as it was last week. Uh, whew, gather, collect, gather, gather, yourself. gather, gather the juggalos. Uh, wow. Whoop, whoop. 
<laughs> Jesus. Christ. You're done. I'm done. You're done. I'm Look done. at you. I'm done. Uh, all right. Center yourself. Inhale the positive. Exhale the negative. Center. 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 Sinjiro Otani can't move. You can't laugh at that. I'm not laughing. You at look that. right at me and laughed. <laughs> it's because you made you're, you've made a face. You look. What's back. a face? You yeah, you're, av- you're, I'm appalled by you, your laughter. You should have averted your eyes. So I kept this serious. Oh, it's my fault. This is on you. Don't you look at me. Uh, no, seriously, Sinjiro Otani, uh, Japanese legend, uh, was president of Zero One. I'm not sure. Or something higher up there. Uh, junior heavyweight. Legend became a Absolute heavyweight guy. Legend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in New Japan, all over. Uh, had an in-ring accident. I didn't see the clip. I won't. I'm I not going to watch it. Nah. Uh, Somebody I, put. I just yeah. Uh, skip over. I he. I know he took a German suplex either into the buckle or near the buckle. It was under the turnbuckle. And uh, was wasn't able to move. Uh, from what I understand, I haven't seen an update in like a day or two. But they said. He's conscious. He can talk. He can communicate, but he can't move his limbs. From what I saw, they were going to try to do further. Sur- they were yeah. going to try to do like surgery to f- uh, stop further deterioration. Yeah. So, which is uh, not good, right? And you know, I I don't usually when these things happen, everybody's talking about them, and like I, he's not as big of a of a star, you know, as like it's, a Masawa it's not, was. Yeah, I was just going to say it's not a Masawa um, thing, but like I, I I can't imagine the bump being terrible like I, i'm sure it is but like i can't i'm not going to imagine it being like that biggie bump from sure. from the other day sure. uh, i think it's might and again i'm, I'm speaking out my ass here because i didn't see the clip but like the, the thing and i was telling michelle about this because it's sad i like otani like he's very very good uh that was one of the matches i wanted to see that wrestlemania weekend him and eddie for right um and this is sort of what happened to masawa when 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 masawa died in the ring it wasn't because of a particularly bad bump, it was the decades of bad bumps, yeah. and the last one got him right. And because he was in such poor condition, right. And know. Otani's not, but you know, you, you have a bump card. Otani's old, right? You have a bump card, and I think he just. I I don't. I'm not gonna. I think if it was a, if it was more of a gross sort of thing like Sabu or Hayabusa when it happened to him, uh-huh. uh, I think it'd be out there like more people sharing clips of it and stuff and uh, thankfully i'm not seeing that so i think it's just part part that part the the his body just you know you, you spend all these years taking bumps that are done on the head and your neck weakens out and you just you get one when you don't know what's coming and that's it uh it stinks you know you always hope that he could be better could get better can regain that you know that movement uh i don't know how hopeful it is not many people do you know, Hayabusa later on was able to like stand, <laughs> uh, but you know, there's also like Takayama who, who can't, who's just yeah. So talked. I mean, he's 49 years old. Otani's only 49. Yeah, I realized wow. he was young. Yeah, was that's like, true. Yeah, I don't, don't want to say it, but it's prime. But well, um, yeah. So there was a statement. Yeah. He underwent surgery on Wednesday, so yesterday okay. to prevent further deterioration of cervical spinal cord injury. Said the procedure went well. He's yeah. in a hos- another hospital. Um, his wife put up a statement, which I'm not going to read because I'll cry, mm. uh, which makes me real sad. Uh, they're just saying, you know, we'll continue to support Otani and do your best with form support. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it fucking sucks. Cause, yeah, uh, for sure. 
it makes you think, yeah, I know he's only 49, mm-hmm. but he's been wrestling a very long time. Yes, he has. And, you know, bump card's a real thing. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, there's a reason why Shinsuke Nakamura is not back in Japan. Right. Because he gets paid a lot of money to not take head dumps right. and to surf. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, right. He even said, like, towards the end, he goes, that yeah. style is, mm-hmm. you know, got so much. It's, I mean, you know, it, it is. It's it's a hard style. It's a hard bumping style. It's, uh, takes it takes a toll on you. Sure. And it's the sort of sad things that happen. And it's it's the culture of it. It's um, different than it is here. Absolutely. You know, the, the style is different. The, the celebrity of it is different in Japan. Yeah. You know, they expect more. You're, you know, so... Yeah, it's, but you never uh, want to see that happen, and it's thing. So no, Tani's very good, and, and I, 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 you know, I said on Twitter when it happened, like this is a dude that was heavily stolen from for independent wrestling in the early two thousands. Absolutely, man. Uh, you know, there was there was a hot streak in indie wrestling where everybody did the boot scrapes slash sure. face wa- face wash. Uh, that to me travels right back to Otani. Yeah. Uh, you know, he he's in Ring of he did some spots in Ring of Honor in the mid two thousands. Uh, and you know, he's a lower key legend, but those who know, know, you know, lower sort of, uh, big, you know, that's, I mean, there's a reason why AEW brought him in to wrestle Eddie at for Mania weekend. Like that's a, that's a big deal. Uh, you know, so he, uh, it's sad and you know, our thoughts are out to him and that's, you know, it's a bummer. I was bummed about it the other day. Oh, I'm still bummed about it. Um, but I guess. We'll skip for next week. Yes. We'll, we'll, you know, our homework, or not homework. Oh, copyright infringement. Sorry. Homework. I'm going to have to bleep that uh, out. Jingle. <laughs> I don't know the whole jingle. I'll go back uh, and just bleep what you yeah, said. Just bleep. Yeah. Um, we'll watch some Sinjiro Otani because yes. not often do we get to watch Otani matches. Right. It's sad that that's sort of. You know, when yeah, he comes up. Yeah, but it's more of like a, but, hey, let's celebrate him a right, bit. Let's talk you know? about him. Let's get people who haven't hasn't seen him before maybe Yeah, watch hopefully them. some people will watch. So, yeah. the three matches that we're going to do, um, I'll give them to you now. From New Japan Fighting Spirit 1997, this is February 9th of 97. Shinjiro Otani versus Jushin Thunder Liger. Mm-hmm. From New Japan G1 Climax 96, August 4th of 96, Shinjiro Otani versus Ultimo Dragon. Yep. Uh, and then from, who'd he ever beat? <laughs> and then from Starcade '95, this is December 27th, '95. Yeah, Shinjiro Otani versus Eddie Guerrero. Right, three opponents that uh, you know did all right for themselves. Yeah, uh, you know I think they're I think they're okay. They did all right. Uh, yeah, and so we'll, we'll, I'll put on the list because they're in weird places. What's the Bibbity Bibbity? What's the name of that place? Billy Billy Bibbity 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 Bibbity, and then. Uh, I guess the cock, right? Is that where the Eddie one is? The Eddie one's on Peacock. Oh, it's on YouTube too. I found it on YouTube before. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, we'll, we'll pull throw it out so. there. Uh, you know, yeah. like you said, sucks that like under these circumstances, but yes. like hopefully some people do decide to watch some Otani and realize how goddamn great he is, right? Because uh, Otani's a fucking man. Yeah, so. super talented dude. Uh, could open some eyes if you're not familiar. Yeah, for sure. So. Uh, yeah, let's uh, move on from that horrible, yeah. terrible news, and yes. let's talk. Let's talk some wrestling from the week. Yeah, uh, uh, I was a sleepy, tired boy this week, so I um, didn't watch anything outside of AEW and our you, watch list. You, oh, you didn't even watch the New Japan shit I told you to nope. watch. 
That's good. Sleepy Boy. That's good. Yep. Very, very, very good. You didn't tell me to watch. You suggested I watch it, and I. That's ag- pretty much the same. And I ignored it. that suggestion. Wow. Well, thanks for carrying your weight. <laughs> All right. You're so, welcome. Uh, well, what I watch my segment of the show, right. I guess. Yep. Uh, from New Japan's Hyper Battle. This uh-huh. was either Saturday or Sunday. Uh, the whole card was. It was okay. I think people were overhyping it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, like, because Great Ocon and, uh, oh, what's his face? I think Great Ocon and Jeff Cobb are now the IWGP Tag Team Yeah, champions. I saw that they beat that, yeah. Um, and then uh, Sonata came back with his beard shaved because he had this fucking orbital mm. fracture and had to get the surgery. Right. So he gave up the belt, and it's going to be between Tanahashi and Osprey. Yeah. For the next U.S. Oh, uh, Did you see that picture of Ocon that I retweeted from the show account? I sure did. The, the fucking braided ponytail yeah, and speedos a, on the beach. He's a handsome man. He is. So the main event was Kazuchika Okada yeah. against Zack Sabre Jr. This is for the, the IWGP title. Because of the New Japan Cup win. Yes. Okay. Yeah, this was it. Um, Okada retains. Okay. Uh, it's a bummer. No, it's not. I mean, not it's a, not a bummer. Yeah, but it's not I, a bummer. Because like, like the match Sabre. is like fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, I do hope eventually Saber gets a run. Yeah, with that title, I still want him to overtake Suzuki and make it Saber Goon. <laughs> That's my dream. Yeah, because that would be fucking wild. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, go out of your way to watch it. Yeah, it, it's fucking okay. sick. It's so good. good. Uh, and then yeah, I was really the only match from that show I would recommend, but yeah. I did watch one from New Japan Strong this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was taped a while ago, like a month ago. Mm. Um, but it was Switchblade versus Chris Saban. Yeah. And commentary is definitely done post because they're talking about uh, their match at Impact Multiverse of Matches, uh-huh. which they literally did show the whole fucking thing. Like, you fucking scumbags. <laughs> I want my fucking $15 back that I spent on that. Right. Like, how the fuck are you just going to go throw the show on, on your television, what, yeah. less than a week after is it that, actually... That is confirmed they did do that's that? That's what they showed. Okay. Yeah. Weird. Like, you fucking dickheads. Yeah. That's, was that in, like, the before the impact or whatever? They just showed that show? No, they no they showed the whole thing as their episode. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. Like... You fucking actual, wow. like, scumbags. Yeah, right. Like, part of me, I'm like, dude, fuck Impact. Like, that pissed me off. Yeah. Like, if anybody bought that show, I'd be fucking pissed. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, how are you going to do that? Not even, didn't even wait a week. Yeah. And the main event, like, they made it the main event on, like, in the uh, viewing order was um, Shelly Speedball. Oh, okay. I'm just like, dude, like, you guys are, like, assholes for that's doing that. That's crazy. That's, like, how you piss people off. Right. And, like, 15 bucks ain't that bad, but, like, it's what's, not, but it, what's your excuse? Are you saying that, like, well, you know, you paid to see it before everybody else? Yeah. Like, that's nonsense. Like, well, like, that's, yeah. like that's a shit move. Yeah. Part of feels, like, right in fight about that and being like, dude. Right. What the fuck? Like, since right. they You're showed okay it literally that? less than a week later, like, right. that's cool. Yeah. Can I get a fucking credit? Yeah. Because I would have just fucking waited. Yeah. That's bullshit. That's crazy. So, not a fan of that. But yeah. this was Switchblade versus Saban. They were talking about Saban beating Switchblade at the mm-hmm. Multiverse of Matches. Mm. Uh, Switchblade beat Saban here. Yeah. Switchblade lit this motherfucker up like I thought he was Walter. Oh, yeah. Dude, chopping. I'm sorry, who? No, Walter. Not whatever he is now. Okay. Um, Chopping the shit out of him. Saban was selling it like a motherfucker. Uh, it was cool to see Switchblade get the win. Yeah. The like the last five minutes were just wild. 
wild back and forth. It was so good. Yeah. Saban wrestling like it's 2005 all over again has been like a nice little renaissance for me. Okay. Because I used to love Chris Saban. Yeah. Um, and at the end, uh, Hikaleo came out. Okay. And he confronted Jay White because Jay White kicked out the G.O.D. out of the Bullet Club in okay. Japan. That was his call. Right. So Hikaleo kind of uh, mm. confronted him and said, you know. Oh, like, uh, Jay White's, you're the future of Bullet Club. He's like, yeah, you're right, I am the future, but why can't the future start right now? Yeah. So, that'll be interesting moving forward. Okay. Uh, I love, I I really like Jay White. Yeah. That dude's fucking awesome. Okay. He cuts great promos, and uh, he's a good goddamn wrestler. And it's still wild to me from um, Wrestle Kingdom a couple of years ago. Like, mm-hmm. he was the talk of the wrestling world, it seemed like. Yeah. And then... I don't know if it's just pandemic hit and it kind of splintered all the plans. Yeah. Because I remember the one promo he cut after the Wrestle Kingdom and everybody's like, holy fuck, this yeah. is incredible. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, I know what they did. They put the belt on him too early. They were trying to recreate Kenny Omega. Yeah. And push, and he was catching, he was catching on, yeah. but he wasn't completely caught on and they thought they could force it. And it would have happened. Yeah. You know, it would have happened. You're right. right. It would have happened. happened. There's no problem with them having that belt. They just were like, Kenny left. What do we do? Well, this is kind of like Kenny. Yeah. We need white guy in the Bullet Club with long hair. Yeah. Like, and they to put be the main the belt on him and it was yeah. an issue. Yeah. I can uh, see that. The one thing we didn't cover in news, and I don't know if you saw this, but Juice Robinson is done. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, Juice it not only is done like with New Japan, he said he might be done with wrestling. I know. He said he's like, I have no desire to wrestle right. at this point. Right. wrestle everybody I wanted to wrestle. He'll just be a house husband to Tony Storm. Yeah. Which isn't the worst gig in the world. No, but man, that's... Yeah, no. Weird. I do think he's a guy that would never be a main player anywhere. No. Mm-mm. Uh, he was fun in New Japan as a U.S. champ. Right. Those matches he had with Moxley were really good. Yeah. But... He could turn it on, but yeah. He's... Yeah, like Finn Juice. Meh. Nah. Not, I like really I like thing. the Thundertaker. Thundertaker's a good time. That's um, a hell of a promo. Yeah. But uh yeah, I agree. Yeah. Maybe he's just like, I don't want to be Right. He doesn't want to be in Japan. Right. He doesn't want to work in Impact, I guess, in the States. Yeah. Ring of Honor's kind of not there now. Yeah. Uh right. so yeah, I don't know. It's uh Yeah. Sucks. I I yeah. enjoy him, but Yeah, me too. I get it. But yeah, like you say, he's definitely he's never gonna be a top guy. It just Yeah. He's, you know, he has a ceiling, and it's still, you know, it's he's still good, but you know, yeah. Uh, we also didn't talk about in news that uh, GCW has new tag champions. You want to talk about that? I have no idea who the tag champions are. Oh, and GCW, I sent you the clip. Bussy beat the Briscoes. Oh, who cares? <laughs> who? <laughs> to me, that cares? signals that that the Briscoes are going to be Ring of Honor signed. That or Impact? Yeah. So Either or. get them oh, out of there. Yeah. God. Who? Yep. Who cares? Uh, GCW, I guess. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess we'll talk wrestling that you actually watched. Yep. Not much. No. Nope. Uh, so Rampage. Did you go back and watch Dragon versus Trent? Uh, nope. Forgot. Oh my god. Yep. So American Dragon versus Trent. Yeah. Beretta. How was it? Awesome. Oh, good. Awesome. Cool. Told you to watch uh, it. I, you didn't. I, I tuned into Rampage late uh, and was you like. You have a DVR. I know. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to go back and watch this. And then I completely forgot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listen, the noggin don't work so good. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. How many concussions have you had? Uh, no excuse. Zero. Two that yeah. I know of? Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, though. Dragon I'm pretty sure I got trend. a concussion that one time that dude beat me up. But maybe not. What? Yeah. 
that when that dude beat me up? I don't fucking know when that was. Yeah, <laughs> I got beat up by a dude like long time at, at uh, remember that, that well, the uh. On the show, Audra. Use your words wisely. Right. That's right. I don't remember his name, but the girl's name was Audra, and she dated Dave, dude. Remember? Oh. Yeah. All right. I, I know the party. Situation. We all got drinking. And he beat me up. Yeah. Oh, because uh, okay. I mean, I let him beat me up, but uh, to stop him from whatever. Uh, but oh, I'm pretty sure I got boy. concussed then, uh, and then pretty sure I was concussed. After something else not that long ago. I'd have to ask Michelle, though, because she was really worried about me that day. Oh. But I don't remember what it was. Oh, was it when Bugsy headbutted the fuck out of you that one time? <laughs> it could be. That was probably it. Yeah. That she could be. She fucked you up. Yeah, she did. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, Bugs. It doesn't matter. Brain don't work too good. Well. Yeah. American Dragon versus Trent. Yeah. Was awesome. Uh, I kind of. I really did want to watch this, too, but I completely forgot that it, it was a thing. I kind of hope. Oh, uh, man. I don't know. I, I would like. Trent to kind of try to be in the Blackpool Combat Club, yeah. but at the same time, nah. you to just like completely shut him. Yeah, and then I like, almost have him turn heel on Chucky T a yeah. bit because he's kind of comes off as a natural dick, which uh-huh. is good. Natural dick, very good. Natural dick. I uh, don't want any of that unnatural. No, dick. sure don't. Yeah. Uh, did you watch the clip of Hook trying to get interviewed? I did. This is where I started. Very good. You yes. watched wrestling. Thank you. So, yes, Hook and Dan Housen with the chips. Yes. That, yes, I want those uh, chips. So I have a, I have a, 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 a question about this. So the Dan Housen not being able to curse Hook yeah. thing. And we'll talk about some more Dan Housen later. I like Dan Housen. I, I enjoy Dan Housen quite a bit. Right. Absolutely. Who is this for outside of dorks like us? Uh, because here's the thing. Like, I don't know. Everybody's talking about it on the internet. Right. So. I think it's funny. Yeah. Um, but like, I, you know, and like it, just to take it to the, you know, wanting to grow fans and, you know, become a bigger company and all that sort of stuff. Like, does Dan Housen, again, I like him a lot. I think the stuff he's doing is very funny. Uh, but does is he enough, does he have outside of AEW wrestling nerds? appeal do you think i think so yeah yeah, yeah you think you think the how many people have always said dan house is my favorite wrestler never seen a match of his right he's my favorite right but and aew fans get that part because they also yeah. like the orange cassidy's and stuff but like i just as a broader wrestling appeal i wonder how, how i i guess it's more of like a i wonder how dan Housen lands to the to the normal wrestling fan to i know a wwe wrestling fan hates aew anyway sure um but I like mean, i just I, I always wonder you know because i try and think about it on those sort of terms and like AEW is doing fine and people try to spread those rumors like oh the, the shakeups with Warner Brothers they're going to cancel AEW it's constantly the number at least the number sure. two thing every night it's getting really good ratings it's not fucking going anywhere uh but from a standpoint of like we eventually want to start stealing viewers from somewhere what where's the what appeal does Dan hasn't have outside of that uh and I again, I think I think he's really funny yeah uh but you know, we we were at a wrestling show years ago that had Orange Cassidy on it, and we were the only two laughing our fucking balls sure. off. So it's interesting. Uh, you know, I just think like, wow, what you know, what can they turn this into? And like, does the world at large understand that Danhausen's trying to curse Hook? And what well, you know, like it's it's a yeah. very odd segment. And while I enjoy them, it's for you know, thinking of a more broad appeal, it's very odd. Yeah, I mean, as much as I fucking hate to bring the dude's name up, I Cornette loves him. Danhausen? He loves Danhausen. Really? Absolutely. He loves him. Okay. Oh, yeah. Dude, like, loves him. Yeah? 
loves him. Okay. I once watched like a clip from his show yeah. or whatever. He was gushing over how much he loves Dan Housen. That seems complete. Co- yeah. Cornette likes nothing comedy and he wrestling. He loves him. Okay. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> and the thing, like, I think once when when if you Dan can get Housen, an old right. curmudgeon like that right. to like you, when Danhausen opens his mouth, cuts a promo, like does a little talking things, like I think he's very funny and that'll help. Uh, I just I'm you know, but that's surprising that that Cornette likes him. So that's yeah, interesting. He, okay, <laughs> it's great. He loves All right. Him. Uh, well, good for him. Next thing I have here is uh, Ethan Page, good ass dad. Good ass dad. Uh, this show seems like it was three weeks ago to me. Not well, not to me. Yeah, um, dude, the fucking. I think you said it. Uh, the the sound editor for this show. Oh, he made his money this he night. He was working overtime. Yeah, for sure. Because boy, was this crowd dubbed to uh, dub out the booze that Sammy and Tay right. were getting. They cut some Dan Lambert lines from it. Yep. Uh, listen, uh, saying you're a good ass dad isn't isn't a line that's going to get you booed. Absolutely not. Being shitty, uh, like Sammy and Tyre being, yeah. is going to get you booed. Like Ethan saying to them, you guys are a PR disaster waiting to happen. Right. Like, everybody's like, yeah, right. are. Because it's been cringy. It's been WWE cringy. Uh, and we talked about this a bit. Like, Sammy hasn't changed his look from the inner circle. He's the one. He's wearing a fucking vest now. Like, nobody else is doing that shit. Yeah. Like, he threw down his vest, but now he's wearing a vest. Like... It's really odd. He's just a vest guy. And I'm, I, you know, it'll be interesting, you know, where they come out of this because this was a tape show. If you put this on Dynamite and this the crowd turns on Sammy, show, yeah. then you, what do you do? It's a good you question. Know? Uh, Sammy was a guy that we said on the show was like appointment viewing. His The match with Cody, getting oh, up in Cody's last match was amazing. fantastic. He was putting on great stuff. Yeah. This ain't it. No. And uh, the crowd... Is letting you know. Him and Tay come across very unlikable. Right. Which, like... Which, apart, I like both of them. Yeah. So, you know, they're both fine. Yeah. But, yeah, they, together, I don't know. It's just something well, about it. Yeah. And it just doesn't work. Right. I I don't think there's much value in professional wrestling for the watch me uh, have sex with my hot girlfriend angle. Yeah, there's uh, stuff you know, and, and again, like they're they're only a half a step away from doing the the edge and lead a live sex show in the ring. Like that's just what it feels like, uh, and it feels forced and it feels fake. And AEW tries on so many other levels to be natural with you know sure. when you have a guy like Moxley on top of your card, you have a guy like Eddie Kingston, you know, and not that there's not like they're just pro wrestling very there, real relatable people, right? <laughs> this it it just seems forced and awful, and the crowds letting you know. So, do you throw this in front of a live audience and see what happens? I don't think you can. I th- I think maybe if it was somewhere Sammy's hometown or something. Maybe. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's, the it's problem tough. Is I think like you're in a you, bind. You have Lambert out there, and yeah. he's just – he's supposed to be the heel, but he's saying what the crowd's thinking. Right. And I don't like Lambert at all, but he's, he's, he's coming across as more relatable and real yeah. because he's like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. We're supposed to watch this? This is dumb shit. And yeah. that becomes a problem. Yeah, like it's so. Uh, yeah. I'm just kind of worried right. where it's going to. Well, go. and that's the thing too. You run into you know Scorpio Sky doesn't talk much, but like Ethan Page can talk, oh, he and can Ethan talk, Page is talk, good looking he'll talk dude. Out of the building, right? Yeah. He's a good looking dude, yeah. and he's got good personality. So the crowd is going to love him already. Yep. Uh, you know, and he can go right. <laughs> so you're already walking that line trying to keep him heel, and this ain't going to work. Like him, Sammy's going to be a great match, but Sammy's going to get booed to shit. Oh, it's yeah. Oh man, so it's a, yep. it's 
man, wrestling's weird how it works sometimes. Yep. Like, sometimes I feel like just sit back and let wrestling happen, but mm-hmm. other times you, you really look and go, whoa, like, why is this yeah, happening? For sure. It's weird. Um, another thing here, mm-hmm. Willow Nightingale. Yes. Her Red Velvet. Uh, right. The crowd was going crazy for Willow the whole time. 100% behind her from the start. And I get it. Uh, you're probably not going to change it on the fly. Right. Red Velvet wins. Yes. Uh, Listen, Red Velvet has done absolutely zero for me ever. Right. Like, there's never been one point where I'm like, damn, that was good. Yeah. I just, she's just very forgettable for me. Wasn't she the the foil to Brandy Rhodes at one point in, in, in the, like, goth Brandy Rhodes gimmick? Don't remember. I think honestly. so. I think Red Velvet was involved opposite Brandy Rhodes in that. But I, I, I really wrong. couldn't tell you. Yeah. Um, it's just. Yeah. The crowd loves Willow. Right. Like, is Red, and uh, jumping forward, but like. Red Velvet and like Jade's baddie section last mm-hmm. night. Was she supposed to be like, is that a heel? Online, yeah. Like, online said that that's the that, that that's the faction now. Is that it's gonna be she's gonna be aligned with Jade and like they're giving uh, Jade a bit of a faction to lead. Uh, all right. Um, yeah. Uh, but you good know, for Willow, and, and we, we had Mick Foley put over Willow this week. Huge. Because she's trained. She trained with. Uh, what's her name? What's his daughter's Noelle. name? Noelle. Uh, when she, that failed attempt at being a wrestler, uh-huh. there uh-huh. is she still with Frank the Clown? I don't know. What a weird. Not anyway, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and I thought Willow looked good. Yeah, Red Velvet again. No, she's just she exists. Yeah, it's just that's does it. Zero. She's a good looking person, good looking girl, but like, yeah, does man, zero for me. Then nothing in the ring. Um, so I w- I hope Tony looks at that and just goes, "Hey, Willow, right." We need to get you right. signed. Uh, so uh, it's a travesty that she's not signed already. Yeah. Uh, and like the other thing that sucks about it is that Red Velvet is going to be is clearly just the first round loser in the tournament that's coming up. Like she's not going to win anything. Yeah. And if you if Willow won, you could also say that about Willow, or you could book it as like, well, here's the underdog who's going to surprise everybody because sure. you couldn't plan for. Her. Sure. Uh, Something I liked on this show that I thought was really funny, uh, which maybe not what they intended, but Chris Jericho's Sports Entertainer of the Week. Oh, yeah. Those are fun. Being QT Marshall. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he gets beat by Swerve. So. Oh, God. I didn't even have that in my notes. Yep. Because uh, uh, the last thing I do have in my goddamn notes. Yes. Is the main event. Yeah. John Moxley, we were goddamn you. Yes. Uh, what an absolute war. Yeah. Um, Yuta just... Bleeding everywhere. Buckets. Uta scale. Uh, Hashtag Uta scale. Crazy amount of blood. Yeah. Moxie said, "If I'm going to fight with you, I'm right. going to ble- I have to bleed with you." Right. And uh, whew, yeah. this was a heater. This, this was awesome. Uh, this is uh, you know the kind of thing you want on a main event of a wrestling show. Yeah. Uh, AW's been programming a lot of crazy fucking shows uh, lately, and uh, you know just. Wall to wall, great stuff. Well, I guess not wall to wall, great stuff because that fucking Marina Shafir exists. But um, really solid, strong wrestling shows, basically front to back for like a month and a half, two months now, uh, and like just like pay per view level shows every week. Yeah. Uh, and this is this was amazing. This well, was really fucking and Tony good. He said his goal was he wants yeah. to start ramping up Rampage right. again. Uh, and it's this just is, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Like you just let pro wrestlers tell a fucking story and right. it works. Just the resilient underdog kicking out of Mox's finisher twice to the yep. point where Mox has to choke him out to put him down. Right. Um, 
you know, Regal and Brian coming out at the end mm-hmm. and extending the hand, and he's right. officially in black hey, combat. Welcome club. to the show, man. I mean, just the last two, three weeks with Wheeler, he's been oh, the crowd showing is, out. The and, crowd's obsessed with him. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, he, you know, getting the 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 approval. Moxley being like, you know, now the work begins. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really good line. Yeah, I just love the story that they told of Wheeler just trying to assume he has. Regal's respect by shaking his hand immediately. Mm-hmm. Nope, didn't happen. Got to earn it. Right. We were trying to think, okay, I could wrestle with you, Danielson, to the point where, you know, he hawked all the spit into Danielson's face. Mm-hmm. Uh, earning Danielson's respect by showing that that fight in him. Yeah. And then bleeding with Moxley. like, And that's, you know, Moxley said even before the match, you may have won these two over, but not me yet. And then to get that ultimate sign of respect, it's such a simple story. And right. just the crowd is well, wrestling's easy when you let it be. Eating out of Wheeler Yuta's hand. And uh yeah. good for Wheeler. That dude fucking deserves it. Right. And uh, you know, if you look at the internet, it is funny that, you know, supposedly him and Daniel Garcia were two of the guys that made WWE change their hiring policy when it comes to NXT because they're too small. Oh yeah, uh, that's the rumor. Yeah, yep, good that, for them. They were Yuta was there for a tryout. Yeah, and they passed. Yeah. And, uh, now look at him. Yeah, right. Huge. So star of like overnight. Right. So Wheeler was a Chikara guy uh, under a hood. Yep. Uh, with Young Lions Cup winner. Uh, and uh, according to his uh, pro wrestling fandom here, also trained in Michinoku Pro. That's awesome. His trainers are listed as Drew Gulak and Jinsei Shinsaki. So, uh, I don't know, like, what, how that works. (laughs) That's crazy. Uh, You know, but that's apparently what he did. Um, That's sick. So, yeah. Yeah, good for Yuta. Absolutely. Uh, I love the match. I went back and watched it again even, and it's just unreal. Uh, You know. I was sending screenshots to Doug, and Doug was like, holy shit. Yeah, we all know that WWE hates blood. Yeah. Uh, But we also know that red equals green. That's fact. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I, I think blood, you know, I don't want to see it overused, uh, but it adds something to a certain style of professional does. wrestling. And yep. I think AEW is doing a pretty good job with it. I agree. Uh, they're, they're managing it well. I, I don't know that you can have somebody bleed buckets like this every week. This was a lot. In my uh, world, yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this was awesome. I, I really love this match. You just, you just there. He's made. Yeah. And they're going to keep it going. Can't wait to see going forward because on, them on Rampage tomorrow yeah. night, it's them versus the ass boys. Mm-hmm. So that, that's going to be fun. Right. Uh, so we'll get to Dynamite. Yes. Uh, so the first I match. I watched this. Good for you. Yay, First me. match, uh, CM Punk versus Penta Oscuro. Yeah, I like how they added Abraham to his dork-ass voice at the beginning of his music. Penta says. That was a Danhausen impression uh, unintentionally. It kind of was, yeah. Yeah. That was weird. A little bit. Um, My tongue got stuck on my teeth there. That's what happened. So, I guess my uncle was flipping through the channels last night because he texted me and took a picture of the screen. Mm -hmm. uh, And he said, what is... uh, Uncle was Uncle Fester doing on television? Yeah, okay, and I just saw Abraham test, and I was like, I just responded with, "You don't want to know," yeah, you don't and he responded back, "I probably don't." Yeah, it's like that, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Punk versus Penta. Yeah, I thought this was a shit kicker to open the show. Okay, uh, I like that they're on the running theme of Punk opening the shows. Yeah, 
and getting the crowd hyped immediately. Absolutely. Uh, there was that video that came out today, the guy filming Punk's entrance, and turned to his son and his kid's, like, crying. Oh, yeah. And, like, Punk, I guess, saw it and retweeted it. He's just like, this is why I do this shit. Yeah. And he's just like, this is very touching and very sweet. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just going to go till the wheels fall off. Yeah. I was like, okay. Shit like that's cool. Yeah. You know? Because right. uh, I guess I, he, I would say been, stop he, right before the wheels fall off, but... Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Because uh, I guess he's filming that uh, second season of Heels right now. Oh, okay. He, is that, that's what that show's yeah, called, right? Yeah, with Heels? Green Arrow. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So he's filming that right now. So he's been like going back and forth. Oh, okay. Because hmm. he put up a video on his Instagram too talking about it. He's like, I'm not going to lie. I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. But he goes, seeing that shit, that, yeah. that's what keeps me going. That's cool. So, um, yeah, though. I thought it was fucking awesome. It was a good opener. Yeah. Beat the shit out of each other with the chops. Yeah. Punk was like... Kind of working a bit of like a lucha match was yeah up to a point. Go go ahead here here we go here we go here's here's where DJ got worked last night. I hundred percent got worked. And Michelle even made fun of me about it uh, while I'm, she was I'm watching nice, it so with me. Uh, she uh, she was like, "What do they call it when you get fooled by wrestling? You're a what?" And I was like, "You fucking asshole!" Wow, Michelle called you a mark. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> I admit, I'm a Mark. I'm fucking uh, huge Mark. Uh, mark. So I didn't, I, I wasn't paying attention to the beginning of this match. So right away, I'll tell you what happened was I saw that fucking dumb French sign in the beginning on the front on the and that just threw you into and it a threw tizzy. me into a tizzy. So then I so I was focused, too, I was hyper focused on that, which I shouldn't have been. So I didn't watch the be I I was it was on, but I wasn't paying attention to the beginning of this match. I was too busy chasing internet clout. And then oh boy. Uh, Punk botches the, whatever, I don't know, was it going to be a, a Rana? I don't know what it was supposed to be. Now, all right. Do you think that was a botch or was it intentional? It's a botch. Because do you think he's going for a springboard top rope hurricane Rana? It's a botch. Yeah. It's a I botch. Don't know. I don't know. What do you that. think happened then? I think he's selling the knee. I don't, th- okay. I went back and rewatched the match. They don't mention that his knee was hurt until after he botches that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but but so then why do it in the match if it hasn't been brought up before? I don't think he was selling the knee. I think you're it telling a, a story. It was a botch. Even if it was a botch. Right, right. Who it was cares? a botch. Who cares? Um, so my, I care because, and again, I thought this, when I rewatched yeah. it, I enjoyed this match. Good. Well, I'm glad you paid uh, attention I think, to I think the, the I think the finishing sequence is very good. It was awesome. I agree with uh, you. But my problem is that... Uh, again, I'm always harder on CM Punk than than maybe I should be. Agreed. Uh, but if he's going to say he's the best in the world and is going to be the dickhead about it that he was for as long as he was, uh, I'm going to hold him to that standard. So he botches the thing, and botches happen. I don't care. Okay. The problem is he botches it. He sells the knee. He gets up. His knee's hurting so bad that he can't even run across the ring. And then he just stops. And then he's doing moves on the apron. Then he's doing stuff, and it's like – Okay. But that happens in every wrestling match. Sure. But I'm going to hold CM Punk accountable because he's a dickhead about it. All right. He, this is a dude that used to call people out on that on commentary. He used to give people a hard time about okay. it backstage at indie shows. Um, so, like, it does happen all the time. It also happens in Hulk Hogan matches yeah. where Hulk Hogan forgets of, to sell shit all the time. <laughs> uh, so, I, I was just interested in it because uh, I think it's a, a good save by commentary. He botches in commentary. Doesn't say, "Well, he fucked that move up." Because like exactly. Taz on commentary would be like, "We fucked that up." If it was Taz on Dark, he would. If it was right, was, well, yeah. he's, he's a different guy. Sure, but you know, if it was you're watching WWE, oh, didn't get all of that one, right? Exactly. Which I know that's been a pet peeve viewers yeah. for years. Hate it. Um, so commentary covers for him well, uh, but I was like, man, because like I was like, 
And I, I legit thought he blew his knee. But because also because like I don't expect Punk to fuck that stuff up. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen Punk ever hit that. that right. Like, like, yeah. That's why I'm I like. Know. That's why I'm like. Part of it is okay. Yeah. Why would he even go for that? Yeah. You know. It, well, because he was he was trying to wrestle lucha style. He was doing springboards and yeah, stuff against. But then Penta. he hit a Frankensteiner later in the match. So. Right. But it, but Penta wasn't standing for that. Whatever. No. Uh, and that that was my bigger issue. One, I got worked on it because I thought he actually hurt himself. So he sold it well when he fell. And I'm sure it hurt like a son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, but re-watching it because I wanted to make sure that, like, since I didn't pay attention, to give it a fair shake. He sells his ankle early. He sells his ankle almost immediately in the match. Penta goes after the leg and he's selling sure. the ankle. Um, and I was just like, if it is story, why – he's not selling the knee until that point. And I know there was, like – there was a, a – he hit the, the dive – and all that, but like I was like, man, that's okay. Well, I mean, and again, shit happens. I don't care. Like it's not like, oh my, look at CM Punk, look at that son of a bitch. I was just interested in how it was handled across the board, uh, especially for someone like Punk, who I think has, I think he's on a better run than maybe he's ever been on. I would have uh, to agree. Yeah. So I was like, man, this is this is fascinating to me from that ang- that ang- angle. Uh, and he did. They totally worked me. I thought he, I thought he actually hurt his knee for real. Uh, so good on you on that, man. Uh, but the match was good. Uh, but uh, the finishing sequence was fantastic. It, it for was, sure. yeah. It was actually yeah. like, like had me like, whoa, yeah, like if that good. If anything, Penta had to slow down a little bit because Penta's sure. a faster wrestler than forty something year old CM Punk. Yeah. Uh, which is completely understandable. Penta's got to slow down for a lot any, of anybody who's not like a fucking right. A lot of people, <laughs> absolutely. I wonder when his brother's back. It's probably gonna be a long time, if ever, right? I mean, he'll be yeah. back, but it's he's been out a while though. He's been out a you while, know? but yeah. he also had a pretty gruesome injury. Yeah, so. that's true. But so, I'm going to give you a piece of advice. Okay. Don't wear shoes <laughs> at an airport. Hanger. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't. You know why? Yeah. Because they'll get taken. I don't. I <laughs> I don't wear shoes on purpose at the airport, so I don't have to bother taking them off because it's hard for me to bend over because I got old bones, dude. So last time I flew, I was so bummed. Because I hadn't flown in fucking ages. Yeah. And they're like, oh, take your shoes off for TSA. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, god damn it. I was like, fucking bullshit terrorists. Yeah. Right. your shoe bombs. <laughs> now I got to take my shoes off. Right. So next time I fly, I'm just wearing those, like, I don't know, little footsie things with the toes. The do toe it. shoes. Yeah, do it. Ugh. Um, you ever been body scanned instead of, like, the, the pattern they put you in a body scan where they can see your wiener? No, DJ. Okay. Well, that exists. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is. They put you in a thinger and they scan you and they see your wiener. No, that's not the point of it. It's just an added bonus. Did they pull you to the side and make sure it was extra <laughs> special for you? Yes. Okay. I've never been that way. I just know well, that it exists. Right. They do like a scan. Um, it's a real thing, goddamn. Well, it. don't wear your shoes around Eddie Kingston and, well, when you're on his bed. Yeah, just don't piss Eddie Kingston off. Yeah. I think it's the more. You know why? Because it's on site. It's on site. Uh,. I saw some people haven't taken issue with this because, like, why were they already off the plane when Jericho and stuff weren't? Why? The, why? How could they drive the car on the tarmac? And my answer to that is that it's pro wrestling and get over it. Let the fuck go. Uh, people need to just chill right. the fuck out, man. Right. Well, because as hard as I can be on CM Punk, I'm going to be twice as easy on yeah. Eddie Kingston because so Eddie Kingston rules. People just need to yeah. chill out. I thought it was a funny segment. Yeah, I did too. Uh, Eddie's, Eddie's making a habit of stealing shoes. Because he did it to the box. He did it to the box. He did so, it to the box. You're yeah. right about that. So. Uh, it's so a big and just shoes. 
<laughs> I love oh, that. Oh, I'll talk a little, um, a little, uh, Jer- Jericho Appreciation Society dirt that people may not know about that Michelle clued me in on. Oh, boy. So, I, I don't remember two point. I know Big Angelo, Big Ange, isn't that what he's calling himself? Yeah. Uh, what's the... Daddy Magic. Daddy Magic, but what's his real name now? Okay, so Daddy Magic, uh, AEW is trying to copyright that for t-shirts and stuff. Well, they already put out a shirt for yeah, with right. Daddy Magic. Right, but they're trying to copyright, get the rights to okay. it exclusively. Uh, so apparently there is a podcast out there where uh, it's called like Dungeons and Dads or Dads and Dragons or something. And it's a, bu- a group oh, of boy. it's a group of fathers who played D&D when they were younger and they're all adults and have kids and they get back together and they do a podcast where they play Dungeons and Dragons. This is going to be like Stranger Things in the future. <laughs> Maybe. Right. But but apparently an aspect of the show is that like all their campaigns revolve around their children being in danger. Like that's and they're and they're being the heroes to swoop in and save their children in this fantasy world. Okay. And in Dungeons and Dragons you get a lot of abilities and all this other stuff. Sure. Well, one of the abilities they use for their own campaigns is a thing that they call Daddy magic because they're saving their kids and they've put out t-shirts and it's the hat. It's the tagline of the show and they've done a lot. They've oh. sold a lot of material <laughs> like and they've been doing this for three, four years. Yeah. Uh, and I guess they are talking about it on their podcast, how Tony Khan's trying to trademark it. And they're like, Tony Khan will lose because we have the use of it sure. from four years ago, but we don't have the money to fight a billionaire. Yeah. They're like, do we just let it go? And hope that he doesn't come after us because they're not using the same thing. Do we fight it? Because they said, like, it's a revenue source for them yeah. because it is a popular podcast among certain circles. I think Tony Khan will break you off a little some-some. <laughs> you'll, you'll be all right. Probably. Yeah. Uh, but I just thought that was an if interesting If you're going to take it to that level. Uh, and here's the thing. Uh, my side of it, I think Daddy Magic's a terrible nickname. <laughs> I don't understand it. Yeah, I like Big Magic. I don't I know why you too. couldn't go back to Big Magic. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. But uh, but yeah, I just thought Michelle was telling me about that because she was talking to a friend that was that uh, uh, her friend Tatum who uh, has recently started listening to Wings on Wings. Jason Tatum? No. Oh. Um, said uh, they were talking about Wings on Wings and they're like, oh, you know, me and you do a wrestling podcast, and she's like, oh, did you know about this? With then and I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Oh, uh, so, boy. So is this what it's like when worlds collide? It. it <laughs> <laughs> That's my Power Man 5000 impression. What the fuck? That's the sound they make in the songs. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so next thing I have is uh, I thought Red Dragon uh, and Jurassic Express was cool. Yeah. Sort of. Uh, I like. I love Jurassic Express finish. I the think finish yeah. Awesome. I think it's three fourths really cool. Uh, I thought this match. Yeah, was, I know you hate Bobby Fish. Yeah, you uh, hate Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> uh, I, I thought this match was really good. I thought they did a lot of good stuff in it. Uh, I was hoping for a title change just because I don't know that Jurassic Express are doing much with them. With them, I agree. Or need them. Uh, not so I was like, oh, this could be this could be the thing. Like as high profile of a show this is. Tony Khan's on social media talking about how uh they're gonna. You know, pack to pack wrestling. You know, not not too much talking this week. All really good wrestling, yada yada yada. Uh, but I thought this match was really good. But I was more amazed that how can Jungle Boy 
be in the right place at the exact right time and hit hit everything he needs to hit and take everything he needs to take. And Luchasaurus misses almost all of his. He's never in the right spot. He whiffs on almost everything that he does. Can I let you in on a little secret? Yeah. Luchasaurus isn't good. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I understand that he's not good, but to literally miss almost everything, like... Odds are you're going to luck into at least fucking one of them somewhere. Well, and you know what? Jungle Boy, give him his credit. Yeah. He's been working a lot with Christian. Yeah. Not just on TV. Right. But like he said, he goes, I've been working yeah. a ton with Christian. Yeah. And learning why am I doing moves. Yeah. Instead of just doing them, you know? And yeah. like, you, Christian in the ring. Yeah. Awesome. Right. You know? Yeah, Look at Matt Chabot Cole a couple weeks ago. Right. Fucking banger. Yeah. Uh, and you get that experience from guys like that and pick up brains, and you're going to look seasoned beyond your years even more than that. Yeah. You know, like they say, uh, like there's, there's finishing school, you know what I right. mean? Like yeah. Christian for him, we'll get Danielson with Jade. You can see right. that effect. We'll get Hobbs talking about how close he's worked with punk. Like right. you could see the shit mm-hmm. like actually affecting these people. For sure. Which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how you take Luchasaurus away from Jungle Boy. Turn Jungle Boy heel. Uh, well, or turn Luchasaurus heel on Jungle Boy. Right. I move the belts, Luchasaurus right. shit cans the, the I think the problem becomes Luchasaurus then becomes almost completely obsolete in that company. Uh, yeah. Which is fine. I'm not heartbroken. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I just think I think Jungle, Jungle Jack is uh, needs that breakout because the fans love him. And he looks so good with the stuff that he's doing. Uh, I think he's going to be held down by until that Luchasaurus split. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if I feel like we're in the minority with it, like with yeah. how we feel about Luchasaurus. We might be. People love won't him, be the first like time. Him, so right, you know, right. Uh, I understand the WWE has put Damian Priest in some sort of elevated role on television. So they have. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I, oh God. Uh, I can think of literally a million other things I would rather do and watch. So, including, yeah. like, having my own toenails removed forcibly. Uh, I'm not going to go that far. I would. <laughs> you want to put that to the test? I mean, I've had well, I've had it happen before. It's not pleasant. Uh, all right, let me get a pair of pliers. All right, go for it. Or, or throw on a Damien Priest match. All right. Let's see what happens. Grab the pliers, buddy. <laughs> all right. Next thing I have, uh, Warlow beats ass. Uh, holy shit. <laughs> like, uh... Yeah, so, like, Wardlow is only, uh, he's uh, he probably bigger, but it is it is neck and neck between him and FTR, because FTR, when they come out earlier, too, are right. massive baby faces. Yeah. Like, I, you, I think they even, like, unofficially, officially killed the pinnacle on this episode, because yeah, FTR right. is too big of baby faces. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, I think, like, MJF said something, like, about, like, when I, I'm the pinnacle instead of, like, we are whatever. Okay. And I'm like, oh, they just unofficially – FTR is too big. Uh, but Wardlow, man, if he's not bigger, it's close. Uh, those segments are great. I like that the commentary is like, what happened to that guy's shirt? And then Wardlow's <laughs> in the crowd wearing it. Yeah. Uh, although I don't think Wardlow would be able to fit in that. I think, I think it was Dwicky who said that. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't be able to fit in that dude's T-shirt, but whatever. Uh, he wouldn't be able if he if he did he wouldn't be able to lift his arms. Yeah, no way. <laughs> Without being in a belly shirt, but uh, fat guy in a little coat. Yeah, uh, he is 
pretty amazing, man. Uh, it's it, I I would not have expected this, but not the segments are done perfectly. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's like whoever's in charge of the of the Wardlow stuff backstage these couple of weeks are doing it perfectly. Yeah, uh, it has it has impact. It's not overstaying. It's welcome. The crowd fucking loves it, and Wardlow looks like a goddamn monster. Yeah. So I yeah. still have been saying that I cannot wait until he gets his hands on MJF. Yeah. Because wherever they're at, mm-hmm. that place is going to explode. Yes. Absolutely. Um, you know, MJF taking the count out defeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Sean Dean's got the second. Sean yep. Uh, I, I just, yeah, who you're right. Whoever's handling this or yep. booking this. Yeah, A plus plus. Right, that's for uh, sure. And I don't. I'm not saying he's involved, but I just it just reminded me that apparently Pat Buck is with AEW now. He quit after Mania and came uh-huh. right over. Yep. So there you he go. Sure did. Yeah. Uh, oh, but yeah, boy. this I, this Wardlow stuff is is fantastic. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, so then Jericho Appreciation Society versus Eddie Santana yeah. and Ortiz. Uh, did you like the uh, the Daddy Magic intro on the Jericho theme music? I didn't notice. Oh, it's so good. He pulled like the old WWF, like the World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the world. Oh, really? I didn't notice. He's like, Jericho Appreciation Society. Since 2022, the worldwide leader in sports entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) I howled when I heard that. That's funny. Yeah, I didn't Um, notice. That's funny. I thought that was such a nice touch. Um, I think I forget if it was somebody on commentary or not. Made the point of. Jericho still comes out to Judas mm-hmm. because he he knows that he's gonna get paid for Tony Khan sure. having, like paying the rights for the song. I was like, right. that's a nice little touch. Yeah, sure. Uh King coming out wearing the thumb shirt. Right. Awesome. Right. People uh, online thinking it was a Trump shirt. No, thank God. Yeah. My world, I don't know where your Twitter feed goes. I just saw mm-hmm. none of that. Um I thought JR doing the whole junkyard dog, like who that who that gonna be yeah. that dog? Like that was <laughs> yeah. that made me smile. Yeah. Uh King or uh, Santana and Ortiz are fucking stars, mm-hmm. I think. For sure. Um, uh, Ortiz wearing fucking big edges shoes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh it felt like Daniel Garcia felt like kind of an afterthought in this yeah. for me for some uh, reason. It's it's cool hand Ange. Big Ange is that weird lady from that one show. That oh, like real housewife show. House oh, yeah. God. That just made me think of Des because Des loves it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he kind of felt like an afterthought even though he got the win. Like it just still. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. I felt like he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I, I was more just kind of focused on what Santana Ortiz and Kingston were doing. Right. As opposed to who they were doing it to. Right. Um, you know, them standing tall again. Right. So it, uh, I don't. Uh, it, I get it, it's it a means, numbers game. Right. But, but, but like you take if you the, keep doing you take this. The pin and like. Right. You keep doing this, though, that somebody has to come out and even the odds. Otherwise, the, that, the, the crowd, you're going to lose yeah. the crowd. So I'm like, who's coming out? You you do it another time. Somebody's got to come out and even those odds. Are you gonna try to save it for Penta and Phoenix if Phoenix is due back soon? I mean, I don't think so because because Penta has become this weird gothic evil Penta, and they can switch it right back. Yeah, but I don't know because uh, but yeah. they're also with P- 
pack whenever he's over here. Yeah. So I think those days like are, are numbered. No. Yeah, no. it's been he's been so sporadic. Like, yeah, it's that it, dude's on a weird travels. If that schedule. dude was here full time, he would have been champion already, I think. Probably. Um but uh but yeah, I don't know, but like that's I keep waiting. I'm like somebody's going to come out and, and even the odds. Somebody's going to come out and even the odds. Maybe they don't. Um I don't know, you know, it, it it's hard because Eddie, you know, both gimmick wise and maybe in real life doesn't have a ton of friends uh so who do you program into that spot i don't know i don't know who's out there to do it i think you could probably grab a team and make them like you know uh, try and elevate them by putting them in with these guys um but then you have eddie and two tag teams that's weird you know, maybe just one guy comes out and that evens the odds or you know uh, conceivably this week they jump the Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange at the airport to con- to try and even the odds sure. and take them out beforehand. So maybe they have to just escalate their tactics to to make it a true three on three. Uh, who knows? Yeah, yeah this is two weeks in a row with Eddie getting the shit kicked out of him. And it, I mean, you can't overcome the odds. Eddie's not that kind of powerful no, of a dude. It, so. it is. It is kind of weird though. Yeah. Like I, I'm curious where they're going. I'm right. You know, obviously, it's Kingston. I love Kingston. Mm-hmm. I love all those, all three of those guys. Yeah. But right. Uh, did you did you read the thing about Jericho? Oh yeah, his, absolutely. His line of bullshit. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be me, Kingston, and Mox forming this like uh-huh. baby face trio. In right. what fucking world? In the world where Jericho wants to just attach himself to the whatever biggest act he can to try and <laughs> like, keep it you going. You think you're relatable? Like those two dudes are? Right. Get the fuck. Right. Out you're of one here. of the fakest motherfuckers. Then man. him being like, "Yeah, when I said sports entertainment, I know it's our crowd didn't like that." Uh huh. No, it was Eddie being like, "This ain't sports entertainment. Take that shit up the road." Right. Like, exactly. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Um. Listen, so, Jericho, Jericho's an excellent liar. Yeah, he sure is. Um, yeah. How about Wardlow versus uh, Butcher for Dynamite next yeah, week? Yeah, I love Butcher's spot, just getting close to the camera doing and the screaming. Fun, doing, the doing the fucking mood a man. Uh, that makes me happy. Yeah, um, yeah, man, that's, you know... It's interesting to see, like, because, like, Marky's there. I think they're 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 really going to be moving Marky away Dude, from Jade. Look at all the fucking airtime Marky's getting. Yeah, because he would niece. Jade, yeah. niece, and, right. like, good for that dude, man. I he's, think he'll be he's losing. He's getting a lot of airtime. I think he'll be losing Jade. I don't think Jade needs him. Um, I don't think so and, either, but I feel like it is, like, a nice touch. Yeah, but of. she's been, like, telling him to, like, shut up a bunch and stuff. So she's, that could Yeah, lead. she's been doing that so for we'll a while. See. Yeah. Unless, like, he's secretly finding a new client behind her back, right. you know. Who knows? Hopefully it's not Marina Shafir. Oh, God. Like, Speaking of Marina Shafir. What a what a crowd this was down, down there in Nolens. Uh... And man, did they not respond to this match? Well, here's the here's my problem. Yeah, uh, you've only mentioned her by name on TV a couple times. I think they expect people to remember her from NXT, where she had a match and a half. Yeah, um, what are you gonna do? Like, make Jessamine Duke buddies, make you know? Duke your champion next oh, week? Oh God. Um, but I feel like you've mentioned her by name only a handful of times. Yeah. Remember when they said, "Oh, here's the new Marina Shafir shirt," and I texted you and said, "I didn't know she's right. fucking I no idea. signed." Right. Uh, so when you put her on a dynamite like this, yeah. people know who the fuck she is. No, not at all. And you put her against like sky blue. Yeah. People outside of Adam Van don't know who the fuck <laughs> she is. Uh, <laughs> at least not that sky blue. <laughs> what? Um, like it. Yeah. Agreed. It just was dead in the water. Yeah. How's a crowd going to react to that? Right. And then you have like Jade's baddie section, like mm-hmm. taunting the whole time. It's just. Yo, there was a the one, one of the, I don't, I don't one of the women in the weird. baddie section was like 
coming real close to showing showing a full boob on the TV. She was real low cut, and I was like, they got to stop cutting away from this lady because she cheers any harder. Uh, they're going to have to blur out some time. Hopefully, there's a six-second delay. In the words of Dave Chappelle, come on, Teddy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, you know, and like Shafir's offense, like they try and get her over as being the, a judoka and all sure. that, which is fine. Great. Uh, but you know, uh, show me, show me an, uh, an MMA lady, uh, that has come over to professional wrestling and has, and has gotten, gotten over with the crowd. Come on, man. Rhonda. Right. Yeah. (laughs) She was at first. Sure. Uh, you guys ready? You know, like, uh, arguably the one who's the best out of all of them is Baszler and not not arguably. Well, yeah, Baszler's (laughs) the best one out of all of them. Uh, both, uh, you know, in both aspects of her abilities and the crowd never really got behind Baszler either. Granted, cause WWE never got behind her. That, um, if you remember Baszler's run in NXT. Yeah, it was awesome. She was a fucking killer. Right. She was a killer. Yeah. Uh, but like Shafir doesn't have that personality or that, the, that threatening yeah. thing. And Sky Blue didn't know how to work that style. Just like she's too young to get thrown around like that and bump her ass and off I, for I saw her. people like commenting like, you didn't like it. It looked like an yeah, actual fight. Right, I saw and that struggle too. And yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm cool with yeah, that. Congratulations, like, we both follow Sean Ross Sapp on Twitter. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It's just, dude, like, I know, yeah, I know some people are like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't dare watch, like, uh, UWFI or whatever. Uh-huh. And I'm like, dude, that's such, like, a niche. Right. It's a niche within a right. niche. Like, right, and let's, let's, let's line, let's line like, up a... If people are like, oh, yeah, I don't, I've never seen this in my life, I'd go... Okay. Yeah. Right. Cool, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but let's let's side by side Marina Shafir versus Nobuhiko Takata, and you tell me who's better. Sure. Who, what, what makes a more entertaining shoot style wrestling match? Definitely Marina Shafir. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so then uh, next was Starks and oh no 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 what was next? Yeah, they they teased Hook and Tony Nice. Oh god. Yeah. Wonderful. Marky's now managing Tony Nice there. Great. You know what? Good luck, Marky, with that Good shit. luck. Oh, then we got a Lambert and company promo again. Yeah, it was, it was nothing, nothing. But I, I especially wanted to mention Hook and Tony Nice. Oh, boy. Yeesh. Yikes. When when they I, I, when they signed Tony Nice, we were both like, why? And I'm still saying why. Why? 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 <laughs> what does he add that you don't already have in that company? I'm not saying the dude like, shouldn't have a job anywhere. Right. But I'm just saying, why did you hire him? Right. Why? Yeah. Why? Um, uh, it makes no sense. But yeah, zero. then we got the Hobbs and Starks versus Lee and Swerve. Yeah, I thought it was great for Starks coming out to that ovation. You can see yeah. him tearing up a bit. Uh huh. Always cool. Yeah. Good for that dude. Hey, TK handles hometowns the right way. Broken neck like a year ago. Yeah. You know? So right. TK's been very protective of him uh-huh. in the booking of him. So yeah, for sure. Um, Starks came off as a total star. Mm-hmm. Honestly, all four guys came off as stars. Yeah. I, I said yeah. like Swerve is just like. So naturally cool. Yeah. It just sure. he makes it look effortless, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Just little mannerisms. And it's just right. that guy's cool. You want to like hang out with that dude. Right. You know? And we got some emotion out of Keith Lee that we don't normally get here. Yeah. Uh, you like know, like firing some, up. Some firing up, yeah. some like fist pumping and stuff. Like when they do the the spot everyone talks about the back clip off his chest, he gets awesome. fired up about it. Yeah. Like Such and a that's cool good. Cause like he tries to be like that that the like eyebrow raised like intellectual cool guy. Yeah. Nah, let's fire you up a little bit, Bearcat. Let's yeah. go. Oh, <laughs> um but yeah, dude, like Hobbs yeah. comes off as a monster again. Right. Uh Starks is just like ultimate baby face. Uh, yeah, for hitting sure. that spear out of midair was mm-hmm. wild. Um, 
Yeah. Taz coming out and like actually getting involved. Yeah. And like causing the interference. Mm-hmm. You wonder like uh, you wonder if hmm, I don't know, it's tough because it's like are they on a projection to get Starks away from them? I don't know. Um because I feel like, you know, in the hometown, huge ovation. Yeah. Um after the show there was a video that came out of them on like like AW put up on their YouTube, their Twitter, everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, just like playing to the house crowd, it was Blackpool Combat Club, Dan Housen, uh, and Starks. Yeah. And Starks got massive cheers and like taking out the acclaimed. Mm-hmm. Like, are you gearing that? Are you giving that a test run? Yeah. You know? Right. Maybe. Yeah. It's interesting because, I mean. Is it going to be like Starks saying, and, Taz, we right. had that in the bag. You didn't need to do that. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? I yeah, don't know. It's interesting what role Taz wants to take because that... He hasn't gotten involved like that in a long time. Right. But, like, if if, if you pull Starks away, Team Taz doesn't exist, right? It, sure. It's just him and Hobbs. And is, do you have, just have Taz manage Hobbs or do you try to do something else with Hobbs? I want Hobbs-Lee 30-minute fight Absolutely. all day. Uh, so, that's, it's interesting, you know. Uh, I would like to see Taz... Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just gonna I'm gonna get this out there in the universe right now. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and manifest this dream that I have. Okay. Uh, I want uh, in Philadelphia in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. I want Taz to throw a suplex. I mean, I'll I'll cry. Uh, this crowd when Taz came out was chanting ECW, and this is in fucking Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna be in Philly. I looked at Taz, and I, I, I feel like Taz is slimming, slimming down a bit. I, One listen, more in him, brother. Listen, Taz is is beyond wrestling. Like he his he cannot. Sure. I understand that completely, but that doesn't mean that he, he can't. That doesn't mean he can't grab somebody that can do most of the work yeah. and just fucking grip him up, Toss and him. give him a throw. That's all. Doesn't, don't even have to bump. Dump somebody on their head. Right. That's it. Uh, and like, you know, like uh, Fuego del Sol, Serpentico, somebody mouth off and Taz just dump them. And I'm going to manifest this. I'm putting it out there. Philadelphia in like two weeks. I want Taz to do it there. I want Taz to get involved. Even uh, put the submission, put the Taz mission on something. I I have a feeling that, that this Taz interference is going to lead to Taz being in a ring. For one, just a one-off thing in Philly. I'd be so happy. Yeah, I'll cry. <laughs> I actually will. Yeah. Um, so, man, but I like this match a lot. Yeah. I, I love, I love little Hobbs, I, I, man. I agree. The match was yeah. really good. But like, I like the distraction finish. Hobbs hitting, hitting Lee with the big, the spine buster looked yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, like Everybody that. was. Everybody awesome looked in this, great. I thought Lee and Swerve are you know, again. Uh, I want them both to have their. Uh, Singles runs, they both deserve it. I think they they can both do amazing things. I think Swerve is the best that it, like we didn't get this Swerve in NXT, no. even though I liked uh, Hit Row and everything. We didn't get this comfortable. We didn't get Swerve looking this comfortable. Agreed. In a ring. Yep. Agreed. Um. So like I, you know, he'll be TNT champ. Like all that stuff. Keith Lee has all the potential in the world. But God, they're such a cool tag team that I don't want them to they not be a right, tag team. Right. Uh, like the dynamics cool. They look cool next to each other. They play off each other well. Um, but you do that to sacrifice singles runs of guys that that deserve it. Uh, and a guy like Keith Lee who probably should have had it already. Uh, in another company, of course. Sure. Um, 
I, you know, but I'm like selfishly, I'm like, oh, let's just let him be a cool tag team yeah. for a bit longer. It still baffles me how the E missed on Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. They had it. It was in their fucking. They 100 had it. They bungled that. They had it in Brock. We say it was all the Brock Lesnar co-signed live on TV on that <laughs> motherfucker, and they were like, nope. Yeah. So, same with Roman. Co-signed right. Him. Right. 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 They, they were both like, up. that's a good dude. You a good dude. That's a good dude. You oh, co-signed that dude. Oh my God. And then that. And then they. That was it. Uh, even Swerve, you look at that and you go, "Boy, yeah. well, how do you fucking miss?" Right. They call the they, just, Hit Row was huge. They so call him up to the main roster, cool. and they're like, "Now nah, we're good." <laughs> Literally, like three weeks later, yeah. they go, "Nah, none of you have jobs." Yes, yeah, right. None of you have jobs. Oh boy, poor um, cousin Tahuti. I haven't heard from cousin Tahuti in a while. Nah, son of a bitch. Uh, probably changed his number. That bastard. They probably got a different area code. Probably not living down there in Orlando anymore. Ah, well, thank God for that. Yeah. Uh, another person who I go, boy, you really fucked and missed on this one. Uh huh. Samoa Joe. Yeah. Against Minoru Suzuki. Yeah. Who do you think these guys ever beat? Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> listen, you know, like we we opened the show. Obviously, we talked about Otani. Sure. Uh, you know, and the the damaging of the Japanese style, the Masawas of the world. Uh, where eventually, like your body is just like, I. Uh, this is the last time I can physically fall down. Uh, before something catastrophically fails. Uh, Minoru Suzuki might be the smartest man on the planet. 100%. Because Minoru Suzuki makes goddamn sure he doesn't fall down. Yep. I'm not saying that Minoru Suzuki doesn't sell. I'm not saying that Minoru Suzuki doesn't take beatings from people. I'm saying that Minoru Suzuki, at 50-whatever years old he is, has the goddamn sense, knowledge, respect... Uh, and prestige in professional wrestling to not take dumb bumps for no reason. Ever. When have you ever, ever seen him take a like a shitty bump? Right. Never. He took like he took a big bump from Joe in this, and I was like, oh man, he took yeah, that what, bump. The sidewalk slam. Yeah, that was <laughs> right. it. Right. One bump. Right. Because he's a genius. Like when your offense is just chop, right. forearm, kick, right, punch, sleeper, <laughs> right, gotch, right. And, what more do you need? And the crowds eat it up. This crowd was in, super in the United this. States, in Japan, everywhere, everywhere. They the dude, the, the dude's supposed to be a heel. It does not fucking work out that way. No. Uh, he is incredibly popular and uh, seriously uh, the smartest man in professional wrestling, That's and under him. and like somehow underrated. I think deserves to be held in the standard of the 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 Mudos, the Kobashis. Of Japanese wrestling. I agree. Uh, because he is that incredibly smart. It's, and that convincing of a professional wrestler. It's crazy how his career... And I feel like once American audiences got exposed to Suzuki... Yeah. How further like the lore has gotten about him. Right. Like, like how he stole the towel on his head from Taz. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but how just... More like people appreciate him. Yes. And I'll always tune in from Minoru Suzuki. I fucking love right. Minoru Suzuki. That's... We went to goddamn New Jersey specifically for <laughs> right. Minoru Suzuki. Right. I, uh, so like watching this match again, I love Samoa Joe with all my heart. Dude. Uh, somehow, yes. somehow the lost man in my favorite wrestlers of all time list, like. That's going to haunt you forever. It is. It is. <laughs> because he does everything I love yeah. better than everybody else. Um, but like. Watching Minoru Suzuki in in front of a United States audience, especially one of this level in a main event of of 
of the big show, like, you know, uh, potentially a, a million eyes on him for a title uh, and watching a whole arena of people lose their shit for him makes me so happy because I hope that means that people go back and seek out Minoru Suzuki matches yeah. or Minoru Suzuki fights. Um, yep. Because also, the, the legit bad motherfucker. Yeah. Like, we'll fuck you up. Right. Like, <laughs> legit, like, handsome and a murderer. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, you know, again, we talked about, like, Marina Shafir and Ronda Rousey and stuff. Like, Minoru Suzuki is a dude, and, like, he doesn't wrestle necessarily a shoot style. He can, but he doesn't. He does a pile driver. He sure. does, you know, whatever. But, like, this dude is legit, like, one of the best fighters ever. I mean, you know, yeah. he's pride, pancreas, all that shit. Uh, he was the dude. And... Handsome motherfucker. Handsome as hell. <laughs> uh, and just, just mean and a menace and i just i i hope that people actually are like okay this was great yeah what let me look back let me try and find what else he's done let me see some other minoru suzuki matches because he's consistent i don't know that there's a bad minoru suzuki match because what he does is simple he's not doing a ton of shit but it all works all works so because you know that when he hits the gotch it's over right like you're done exactly um i thought joe looked uh, reinvigorated last uh, night. This is uh, this was the Samoa Joe I wasn't sure we'd ever get back. Yeah. I wasn't sure like forty three whatever Samoa Joe is. Uh, I wasn't sure that that Samoa Joe still existed. Uh, I don't know how long this Samoa Joe can exist because sure. he's been injury plagued. You know, also sure he's a dude that's made a career of taking crazy bumps. You know, like I mean, he's been he, X division matches. Well, oh my god. The famous so, one where he drop kicks Sting on the outside and lands with, like ass first on steps right. on concrete. Uh, you know, but like, God, I'm happy he's here, man. Uh, so he looked like old Joe. Yeah, right. It's it, it's making me happy watching Joe wrestle guys I love. Uh, him wrestling Minoru Suzuki is awesome, dude. When that match just like casually got announced on uh-huh. Rick Page, yeah, you and I lost our fucking right. minds. I'm texting Doug. He's yeah. going, "Whoa, Nelly!" Like, right, and we got exactly what we what we what we wanted yeah, out of it. That's exactly what uh, it's exactly what I exactly wanted. what we wanted. You know, I can't recommend enough. If you have New Japan World, go watch. Uh, if you like this, go watch Minoru Suzuki uh, versus Takahashi uh, because oh. it's, because it's this match, but even. <laughs> Like meaner, uh, even less professional wrestling moves in that one. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's just this is just what Suzuki does. This is what Samoa Joe does. Uh, and I love them both with all my heart. Yeah. And it's cool to see him in a main event. We talked about it when it got announced. I knew Joe was winning. Uh, sure. You can't you can't rely on Suzuki to be here no. full time. No, but but you add a U.S. title wrestling title to his resume. That's great. And you don't have Rhett Titus on an AEW television show. Fact. And you give Joe a belt. Right. And you give Joe the, the An ROH belt that he's, that never, he's had. never had. He's now had yeah. all the belts. Which is cool. Right. It's cool uh, to say. And, yeah. uh, hey, did your show end here when the lights went out? Oh, I just assumed that the power was lost in the arena and I turned yeah. my TV off. Good. I went to bed. <sighs> so, we'll talk. So, uh, so, I don't know this dude's name. You know him because he's a basketball player. No, I, I have no idea who he was. Really? Because yes. he played in the NBA. He didn't play in the NBA. No? He was drafted. Oh, but he never played. No. Okay, because they just drafted him because he was tall. Probably. And I could tell that he can barely fucking move. He walked like the great Kali. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, I feel like I'm not going to say anything that people haven't read. Yeah. But at the same time, um, 
you don't use the lights out for people that you don't that nobody knows. Right. So one AW uses the lights out too much. They do. Uh, I think you use it for he's <laughs> do know he's a fucking ECW mark. Right. <laughs> Use the goddamn right. lights so much. Right. You should have had this dude come out of a box because every <laughs> everybody who comes out of a box is immediately <laughs> over. Automatically over. But look uh, at the man on my shirt. <laughs> right. But um yeah, so uh, the Malachi Black stuff they use it, but that's become their gimmick. That's which fine. Is fine. You can use it for other stuff. This was not the place to do it. If you're gonna do this, it has to be an oh shit moment. That and it wasn't. That light has to pop back on, and Claudio Casanova is right. There. Exactly. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Right. It's right. There. It's got to be a big thing. You you can even have done it if with, you know, if you even somebody else was on the show, some other Ring of Honor person that you didn't know, CM Punk was came on and Punk was standing behind Joe for a Joe Punk match in 2022, oh. or you know anything like that. If you're bringing in any of those kind of guys, there's a bunch of people you could have done that with. And so this guy also didn't get close enough to Joe. So the side, what you could tell he was big, but you couldn't see if he was directly like right up behind Joe, then see how much bigger he is. Maybe it works a little better. Uh, But this was a wet fart. You know what this just reminded me of? Do you remember? I think this is what a pre pandemic when Joey Janela was feuding with Sean Spears Mm -hmm. and Spears won a match and the lights went out. And when they came back on, Janela had like, Holy Blanchard tied to a chair on the stage, and exactly nobody yeah. gave a fuck. Right. This is this yeah. it, like just I had a right. flashback of that right. bullshit. So he, he this dude tries to hit some moves on Joe. They look sloppy. They, he hasn't been training that long, so you're debuting him too early. I, know, I was laughing. A lot of people are going, "Yeah, let's put Samoa Joe in there with a guy who's probably going to hurt him." Right. Uh, you know, like, uh, and I get you have Lethal and you have Sanjay Dutt. Like, so why not bring those guys with another Ring of Honor guy in that could join, you know, like something like that. Like, find somebody there. I don't understand it. Like, why don't you have those a, guys jump Samoa Joe? Right. Beat him up, leave him laying. Mm-hmm. Or they try to jump Joe and Joe fights them both off. Right. You know, if show goes off, Joe's in the ring holding the belt up, screaming at them. They're retreating yeah. on the outside. He comes out on either Rampage or Dynamite yeah. next week. You know, like, you two tried to jump me from behind. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go bring both your asses out here. Yeah. They're standing on the ramp. They're getting up on the apron. Big dude comes in from behind. No lights mm-hmm. out. Right. Big dude comes in from behind. Right. Beats up Joe. Yep. Then I'll go, okay. Right. Fine. Yeah. No problems. Mm-hmm. That That's perfect for me. Right. This was, yeah. in the words of my man Tim, Actively bad. Actively bad. I'll, I'll even give you another scenario to make this work better. Uh, you can even do this at the end of the show. Now, granted, with after that match, that this is what you want to end on. And I said, wrestling fans, if you go to a concert, what's the thing that, that you judge everything on? Sure. The encore. It's the end of the show. It's, it's what's immediately in your memory. A sporting event, a concert, a wrestling event. You will will partially judge the show based on what they leave you at, and I know that that crowd has another show. It has it typically will have a show afterwards. They didn't this week, but yeah. they had that little fun thing with everybody. Yeah. But like walking out of the arena, that was a great dynamite. Walking out of the arena, if that was the end, I'd be like, oh. that fucking sucked. Why would you killed it after a match yeah. like that? Like Samoa Joe winning a Ring of Honor title that's that like he's a never held. Great show. Yeah, right. It, like you want everyone to be walking into their cars thinking about how cool it was that Samoa Joe was holding a title above his head, and like he won- Joe just went right. to war with Suzuki. Right. Like it's so. But uh, here's what you do. Even if you want to tack this on the end of the show, I think it's better. 
Uh, but I still I think you do it on on another show. So you have Joe Jay Lethal and Sanjay Duck come out. They're jaw jack and they come out to the to the ring. Uh, Joe isn't interested, right? He just won. He's beat up. He doesn't want to fight them because he knows better, right? He he can't handle two on one odds right now. So you know they get in the ring. He bails. You know, gives, just gives them the the, the the little wave them off. You know, I have the belt. Walks out calls, with the belt. Calls Lethal his young boy. Sure, like he was, right, you know. Right. So then they're left on the ring or on the on the on the like outside the ring, whatever. Joe walks up the ramp. He stands at the tunnel. He does, you know, puts the thing up, like makes it look like the end of a wrestling show, right? Puts the belt up, turns around to walk in the tunnel. He gets out of view and then back. You see him coming backing up back out of the tunnel. And this dude is slowly walking him out of the tunnel. Yeah. And then they're like, oh my God, what, who's this? And then Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt are like, ah, we got you, whatever, whatever. Sure. Here, he's with us, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but man, the, uh, such a bad idea putting this at the end of a show. Uh, after such a cool triumphant moment and yeah. such a banger of a match that you know is something we don't typically see in in the U.S. Suzuki's a huge fucking star and people know who the hell he is and he's been having great runs over here. Joe back to Joe form and you stick him with somebody who moves like the great Kali, who throws a really shitty fucking clothesline, yeah. uh, who clearly just looked out of place. You could tell in his face he was out of place, like he just was nervous and didn't know what he was doing, and like you know. Tony Khan loves wrestling. Well, what about the piece of wrestling history where the former basketball player that trains in Atlanta doesn't fucking work? Uh-huh. It's just what it is. It's just the what it you is. Know? And like the thing is like they're not the company of giants. So what's this guy going to yeah, do? They just don't they don't It's not going to work. They don't need it and no. it did come off like they say very WWE-ish. Yes. It just it wasn't needed. It's was a um, wet fart, man. It was really uh, disappointing. Yeah, I agree. If dude. if if this ends with Joe holding that title up and cuts out and that's it, uh, you have people saying, like, why did they just give us a pay-per-view? Yeah. Yeah, but instead you have that. Oh, it just sucked. Yep. I, ugh, so bad. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that was all the actual real-time wrestling from this week. Oh, real-time wrestling. We did watch some other bullshit this we did. week, though. So. Some other bullshit. In Correct. celebration of one Mr. Stone Cold Steve Austin's WrestleMania triumph. Right. His return. We watched three of Stone Cold Steve Austin's matches. We did. So the first match that I watched was Ooh. WrestleMania 17. Oh. Austin versus The Rock. Not the first one I watched, but okay. Okay. So this was April 2001, I mm-hmm. believe. Um. This was the second of their WrestleMania trilogy matches. Mm-hmm. You're at the Houston Astrodome. Mania 17, probably my favorite Mania ever. Um, and this is a huge part of it. Sure. Both dudes bleed buckets. Yeah. Did you watch the lead up to this uh, from this show? Fuck yeah. All right. So. Like one of the best promo packages ever. Right. Limp Biscuits my way. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. It so just, it works. So my two beginning notes are, oh, Deborah. Oh, Deborah, indeed. And then Olympus get. Uh, <laughs> so it's interesting. Hopefully for the same reasons. Yeah. It's interesting that Deborah was like such a, a catalyst to this feud. Yeah. Where like she's forced to manage The Rock and all that sort of shit. Like, like how awesome and Austin and her are married. And like at awesome this point. Warned, like she gets hurt, it's your ass. Right. And it happened. Right. Uh, Deborah uh, apparently only ever wanting to marry professional wrestlers named Steve. Big facts. Um, yeah. So 
Uh, Deborah had her had her time in the in the sun there. Sure did. Uh, so that was that was that was, that was, it was very interesting because I you know I remember this match, I remember this mania, but I was like, oh man, Deborah was this involved? That's you know what fucking I'm, weird. You know what I'm surprised with that they had the rights to Limp Biscuits my way. Yeah, to show because we watched I watched on Peacock. Yeah, me too. So I'm very surprised yeah. by that. Uh, but a lot of people say that is like the best wrestling build up package yeah. ever that yeah. interview sit down interview with Austin where he goes I need to beat you mm-hmm. like and right. obviously what happens in this match yeah uh, you know Austin making the deal with the devil himself yep. Vincent Kennedy McMahon yeah um, so there's a ton of Bret Hart in this match which is interesting well because the rocks there right <laughs> so uh, you have the awful the shit shooter from the rock it's oh, you mean the Scorpion King Deathlock? It's garbage. <laughs> it's, come on, man. it's garbage. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, but like they do the sharpshooters, they do the 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 million dollar dream, kick off the ropes, roll backwards to the pin. That like, was cool. There's a ton of Bret Hart all over this match. Yeah, I I mean I like that Austin was getting so desperate he went for the right. million dollar because right. that was the whole thing was he was desperate. Right, and they're like, has he used that move in years? Yeah. Uh, the thing watching this in, you know, I haven't watched The Rock wrestle in a long time. Uh, and The Rock is like, you know, one of the biggest stars now outside of wrestling, you know. And there's a story sure. with Vince like uh, uh, letting him go do shitty movies so that his so that his his stock fell so he can get, uh-huh. get him for cheaper. Like yep. all that shit. And he's the biggest fucking star in the world. <laughs> um, but uh, The Rock is maybe the... The all-time best sell guy in professional wrestling. I watching it. I I just my main thought was, man, I forgot how fucking good The Rock was. Right, and he does things that you don't see him that like because wrestling has changed. You know, it, it's not I mean, even this. You know, it's just not like this was. No, I mean this um, was. What, but there's twenty-one years ago. right. There's a line when you're selling in wrestling that can become ridiculous. Sure. And The Rock comes so close to crossing that without crossing it. Mm-hmm. All of his bumps are take two, two, two bumps in one. Look at a stunner bump. Right. It's, it's insane. so right. goofy. And then like. But like at the same time, everybody, right. what does everybody say? Who sold the best stunner? You either say either Rock. Or Scott Hall. Scott Hall. Yeah. Shane McMahon. Here's right. another one. Right. Yeah. It's all about that pop up. Yep. So, but like watching The Rock and I'm like, man, The Rock is so good. And you can tell his influences because everything he does is big. Every step he does in that ring is exaggerated. He is a complete character in that in that wrestling ring. His punches come from his fucking ankles. Like yep. that arm goes to the ground before it comes <laughs> yep. up. You know, he's trying to knock your teeth right. Out to like everyone, and they, you know, and they're not hitting. They're not, he's not stiff. And like you know, like it just they're coming like, and so he's playing to the top row of that fucking arena. Everything that he does, you know, when he talks, he's doing that. All of his movements and mannerisms, all of his cells do that. Him getting in a position in the ring is always big. He takes big steps. Yeah. He does big movements with his arms. He's larger than life. It's crazy to watch that. And like wrestling doesn't do that anymore. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that it, it's become a little bit of a smaller in ring business um one because WWE doesn't have a star like that no. uh and two the, the you know that's the the indie wrestling style is taking over on the other side of it of course um but god the rock is just 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 makes me smile watching him wrestle yeah. like he was that fucking good uh and i think people forget that because he's the biggest star in the world and he's 19 times the size he was then naturally yeah allegedly well. and uh 
you know, like it's just it's it's cool, you know, uh, to to see him here. Also, here where he wasn't phoning it in, not and like he's still funny when he comes back when they convince him to come back. But he's just saying the shit. He's doing his little songs, calling it, you a candy ass, shtick, yeah. doing the shtick. This is like he had the shtick, but he was still working hard, and it's really cool to see yeah. the rock be like that. You know, it's still such a surreal moment of Austin and McMahon shaking the hand. Uh huh. You know, I try to go back to like. You know, 11, 12-year-old Brett, however old I was at the yeah. time, just being like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did it. And mm-hmm. I remember watching the next night on Raw, and everybody just, yeah. he's going to stun McMahon, and fuck you, I got what I wanted. And he didn't. Yeah. And it's so just like, what a weird moment. And like a lot of people say that was the end of the Attitude Era. Right. That, that show, that was Yeah. It, you know, because you can't really say 18 was Attitude Era, because that was, yeah. uh, that was Rock Hogan. That's That's kind of past the attitude yeah it's like like maybe a trail end of it but yeah. like 17 i feel like that was kind of the yeah. end of the attitude era. i can see that you know because what was it a, a week before is when they bought wcw yeah so it uh yeah that, so. that was it yeah so it's, um, it's funny so so what you're saying is that you uh so when, when this was 2001 2001 so i'm 16 yeah you're 11 12 uh this this is interesting because uh your Austin siding with McMahon is a little similar to my Tatanka <laughs> getting bought out uh by the million dollar man. Broke my heart. See, I let mine go though. Nah, ne- never. <laughs> you never, ever, ever. Tatanka better make sure I never see him in person <laughs> Dude, again. I, I really hope we go to something <laughs> and you just break down and just to talk to you, son of a bitch. He broke my heart. He broke my heart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's this is what it is. He broke yeah, my heart. Yeah, but whose Hasbro did you keep after all those years? You know, Tatanka's the only you one. You know why? Because you couldn't trust that's him to true. keep your eye on that's him. That's right. I keep my eye on him. That's right. So <laughs> Broke my goddamn heart, Tatanka. <laughs> so the second match that I watched, this is from uh, No Way Out, Ooh, 2001. Okay. So this, this is, is the first one that I watched. This was a, a month and a half before Mania 17. Yes. Uh uh, Stone Cold versus Triple H, three yeah. stages of hell. Mm-hmm. I've only ever seen this match once. Yeah, um, probably because I've always I felt I feel like I felt like it's longer than it actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, first fall wrestling match, second fall street fight, mm-hmm. third fall cage yeah. match. Um, this was kind of like this is the end of this feud for yeah. Trips and uh, Austin, and it was yeah. kind of a weird spot where. You know, Austin's going on to face Rocket Mania. He won mm-hmm. the Rumble, but he still has to tie up this loose end with Triple H. Because then Triple H goes on to face Taker at the same Mania. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how I feel about this, Matt. I don't know. So uh, It's weird. Yeah, let me just ask a few questions because the timeline is all wonky okay. in my head. Okay. So this is this is camo hat hillbilly Steve Austin here. How uh, how long was that going on? In the promos leading up to it, he's got the camo hat. Like he's he's okay. like he's Hunter. Like he not not Hunter or something. Yeah. He's like hunting Steve Austin here. Um. Well, because if you, this was after Triple H was revealed as the guy who paid Rikishi to run yeah, over, right? But I mean, this is, but like when is when does Hillbilly Steve Austin come in? Like when does he start being Hillbilly Steve Austin as opposed to just menacing Snake Steve Austin? Well, he was always kind of hillbilly. I see. I don't think so. I think Austin bred at Mania thirteen. He's not a hillbilly yet. He has. He's yeah, not. He's not like right, I'm I'll riding a that. quad wearing camo yet. 
He's always been a hillbilly like in real life. Kind of incorporating hillbilly yeah. elements. Yeah. But I, I get what you're saying like, about the with the Brett part. You know, so like he that. becomes like he so like he's he's like full on like camo like, Steve like Austin. Bionic redneck, right. you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh so that's interesting. Also in this match, is this the first time Trips uses a sledgehammer? Commentary made it sound like it was. I don't know. Because they're like, sure. is that a sledgehammer? And that becomes yeah. his fucking gimmick. Yeah. Uh did you watch the promo build up for this one? I did. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. I did too. Yeah. I, I tried to do that for all of them because I, I like yeah. that. I like I, I love that. Yeah. Uh, so this match, and you said it's interesting, and I agree with you. Uh, it's confusing, uh, especially because in the first five minutes, Triple H sandbags Steve Austin a whole bunch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like Austin's trying, and Trips is like, I'm not going up for that. Yeah. Uh, you know, he sandbags them on the a spine buster, I think. Yep. And on the Fez press into the ropes thing that they fucking did. It was weird. It was weird. And, like, it's, to me, 100% and knowing Triple H. We all know who the kind of person Triple H is. We know at this era what kind of person Triple H was. Uh, and yeah. I was like, he really, he sandbags Austin two or three times in the first five minutes of this match. And, like, I don't know if, if what it, I don't know if it's malicious. I don't know if he's like, you know, I'm going to set this tone. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but he definitely does. Uh and that's fine. They get they get in the rhythm. They do it. Uh, it's it's overly long. It's not. I don't know. If this is the kind of match that I want to see out of either of these guys. Uh, yeah, and it's like a weird placement on the car too. It's like right in the middle. Yeah, of the Yeah, it was only like an hour or ten into the yeah. show or so. Yeah, weird. Um, there's stuff I love. I I think the 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 back body drop spot on the announce table, table to the other one. Yeah. Is an insane bump. Like I, I rewound yeah. that, yep. and they, and then they replayed it because, like, trips kind of slides off the table, just hits concrete, right? Yeah. But like the fact that you're on the one table, and like Austin's got to, got to throw him, got to launch him. Like trips ain't a small guy, no. and like you from bent over have to have enough spring and enough power to throw him and make sure he turns before he lands like that's a big that's a big bump yeah. that's a big big move it's a it's a ballsy move to do uh in uh from table to table like that and i like that a lot and trips does he like hits the table and sort of slides out yeah um that's a tough throw that was that was a cool spot what did you think about triple h winning well so knowing what the aftermath is it makes sense Okay. Uh, because Austin's still a massive star, right? Yeah. Uh, and him doing the, you know, I have to beat The Rock, so I'm gonna side with with McMahon because I I couldn't even beat Triple H, so yeah. I got it. But like in the moment, I fucking hate it. Yeah, uh, I, I would have hated. But it also from the bad. from the other end of it, Trips going to face Taker at Mania. Trips needs that elevation. Trips sure. Trips has spent his entire career getting elevated by people better than him. Sure. Who didn't who who beating those opponents beating Triple H means almost nothing for their careers. Yeah. Triple H beating them means everything. Yeah, it uh I don't know if I like the th- yeah. the, the elements of this, mm-hmm. like the three stages of hell. Yeah. I think there's a reason why I don't think they've done it since. Right. Uh so I thought uh, yeah, this was the second highest rated match. Wasn't it? I thought it was the third. No, the third was Austin Rock. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. This was second highest. And yeah, it was just. Yeah. You know what? Probably again, like 11, 12 year old me would love it because yeah. it was all the blood and the shenanigans. I mean, yeah. I love the blood now. But yeah, this is, it's my least favorite out of these three. For sure. I can probably find a bunch more, but it's also because I'm not a Triple H guy. Yeah. I, you know, it's just. Yeah, I'm not a Trips guy. I'm not a Trips guy. 
Never um, was. Well, I guess I like DX, but like I never liked I like them quadruple in quadruple. I, I never liked them in rain. Yeah, <laughs> I was right. Quadruple H. Yeah. Uh, so then the last one, I've seen it a million times. Yeah, I will love it. We've watched it for the show before. Yeah, WrestleMania 13. Yep. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bret the Hitman. Yeah, this is so much so that when I put on the cock, it was right where I left it. Oh, was it really? for this? It was right there at the end of this. <laughs> well, match. I just watched this not long ago. Yeah. Because when we well, because the, the street fights right yeah. after it. <laughs> yeah, so I watched right this before. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I will always watch this match when right. I get a chance. Yeah. Because it's one of the best professional wrestling matches ever. Yeah. Storytelling wise, two of my two of my favorites. Yeah. One definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. Bret Hart. Um, and it's just it's perfection. Right. And this perfection. and this is where I'm saying like if you go back and watch like Austin has a little bit of an accent, but it's not as thick as it gets. Yeah. You know, and he's like it's he's just in the gear like he's he not more so wear jeans, vest, and a chain. Right. You're yeah, not see, you're not seeing him backstage in his street clothes as much like all that sort of yeah. stuff. So it's it interesting to see that what I'm going to call pre redneck era. Sure. Like because his character on screen wasn't like I'm going to hunt on my ranch and ride a quad. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, you know. We can talk about this match forever. I can gush about this match for hours and sure. hours. Uh, I think this match uh, probably is all you need to prove that Bret Hart's the best in-ring storyteller I ever. Agree. Yep. Uh, <laughs> How about fucking Shamrock looking yoked? So Shamrock's not a wrestler yet at this no, point? Because they're not. like from the world of MMA. Yeah, he's not, he's yeah, not he ain't passing yet. a wellness test no. in, in this fucking thing. God, no. That is insane. Yeah, it's, it's too uh, much. Yeah, it's too, yeah, right. It's, you can't fucking move. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is uh, just Hitman from the get-go. Everyone knows the sharpshooter is finished, so he's working that sure. fucking knee. And this is a submission match. Right. He's working that knee right away. He's not fucking around. He's not taking any chances. Hitman is is probably the best in-ring storyteller yeah. uh, ever in, the, in in all of wrestling. He's a remarkable – it was remarkable what he can do in that ring against opponents and, and convey what he's trying to do. You can figure out his strategy almost immediately. Sure. Um, the second most impressive thing in this match – and it is that the iconic photo of Steve with oh. the blood and the scream when blood, he's in the sharpshooter, right? If you watch this, and we may be repeating ourselves from the last time we watched this, care. but just fucking deal with it. <laughs> it's our show, goddammit. Uh, when Steve's in the sharpshooter and the blood's coming down his face, you get that iconic shot. But when they first cut to it, Steve's not ready for it, or he doesn't know the camera's right there that they're zoomed in on him. So you could watch him. He's in the sharpshooter. He's bleeding, and he's selling, and he's got kind of his face down on the mat, and he sort of looks up and sees the cameras right there, and he turns it on. Oh, yeah. And it's amazing. He does, like, the push up uh-huh. off the mat and just you can see, the neck crank right. back. You can and, see, the, like, the bulb flash in his head when he realizes that this is that they're, they've been told to cut to him, and they are in his face. Like, yeah. really close, like, tight in his face. Like, he's like, you can almost see a smile on his face because he knows they got him. Yep. He's like, I got you. And he that's he turns it on. The head goes up. The the body comes up. Like, and it is amazing. And you get you get a million and a half iconic photos from it. Yeah. Uh, it's super recognizable image. It's oh, it's something that every they, time that, I see it, I like, like oh. It's also a match that would, I have, like, fucking chills over it. Like, right. it's, it's crazy. a match that wouldn't happen on WWE TV now. Never. It couldn't happen. No. Um, this is a match you'll see in AEW, like like this style stuff, like the blood and the psychology yeah. and the style of wrestling. You won't find this in WWE fucking anywhere. No, but it's so cool to see him just, just, just that that the the realization go like I got I got him, and just the the way yeah. he turns and you can almost see a smirk. It's so fucking cool. Uh, these guys are professionals 
at what they fucking do. Uh, you know, you, you look part, at part of Brett's iconic 1997, right? And you look at Steve's career. Like Steve didn't have the longest career on top. He was he, he was worn down by the time somebody decided to fucking take a bet on him, which fucking sucks. Well, and like like you say, you know, during some of these matches, okay, this is 97. The other matches yeah. are 01. Mm-hmm. Look at the difference in them, right? 97. That's right. that's wrestling steve right you're not getting wrestling steve in in no. these other oh, matches brawler steve he's got both knee braces yeah. he's a little thicker a little bigger you know like he's just not he ain't doing it no. and it's fine and he's great at both great at and it's smart yeah. it's what you do yeah. all the greats fucking do it. and i sure. say all the time like austin watches his terry funk tapes because look at terry terry did that too yeah you know it's what you do you adapt for your body you have to. you know uh, and you know, you can, you can spend, you can, you can try not to do it that way. And then your stuff starts to look like crap. Yeah. Uh, but Austin adjusted, man. And like, this is wrestling Austin in the ring and uh, wrestling Austin is fucking great. I love wrestling. Great. Um, but he didn't have that big of a career on top. Cause he's what he's out by when's it, when's it, when does he walk from that Lesnar match? So his last match is 19 re- years ago. So his three? Wrestle- his, yeah, his last match is WrestleMania 19. Yeah. Which is two thousand? Well, technically, his last match, yeah, was two thousand three. Right. WrestleMania yeah. nineteen against so, the Rock. So that was that's, the trilogy, right? So this Brett match is ninety seven. Yeah. So it's six years after this, he's done. He's gone. It's crazy. It's yeah, fucking, like he's actually gone. It's nuts. <laughs> um, you know, and like to think that this match happened while the Monday Night Wars were going on. Like, all that sort of shit. Like, it's just, it's crazy to see how that panned out and how short of a career Steve ended up having. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, I mean, Hitman's Hitman's out in 2000 was when Goldberg fucking clobbers him. Yeah, Steve, or he had a much longer Yeah, career. right, he had a much longer career. Yeah. But, like, both of these guys out of the business within six years of this match is yeah. insane. It's, it's, it's a, insane. It's goddamn criminal. Right. It's fucking criminal. So, you know, uh, but yeah, this is... This is great, uh, and I think I think e- either of these guys are per are properly suited for any Mount Rushmore you can think of. Hundred percent, even the actual Mount Rushmore. <laughs> if you asked me to replace two presidents, George Washington or Bret Hart, right? I, mm. I, I'm putting Bret Hart up there. We're going to see if we can yeah. change that face. Let's get a guy up there with a chisel. <laughs> uh, you know, I I, I don't have an I. I I don't see an argument for either. If you say these guys, these guys are my Mount, my Mount Rushmore. These guys, this, either one of these guys is my favorite wrestler of all time. Either one of these guys is the best wrestler of all time. I won't fight you. No, I'll be like, yeah, I get you it. Could. Dude. I get yeah. it. Absolutely valid opinion, yeah. sir. I had fun watching these because I yeah. feel like I never. This is nothing that like I ever clamor to go back and watch like right. two thousand one WWF. Yeah, I just don't. Right, I just I don't know. I feel like I've kind of moved past it. Yeah. So it's fun to like kind of dip dip mm-hmm. the toe back in every yeah. now and again and, yeah. and see Austin on his fucking crazy yeah mega I, run. That's a good point too. I tend not to go to like two thousands wrestling at all. Uh, and two thousand two, uh, you know, three ish. I was done. I stayed out of yeah. it for a while. Uh, kept, like but by like oh six oh seven, I was out. Yeah. Uh, you know. So like it's interesting of out of like that kind of wrestling like sure, the indie shows sure. and stuff but like uh when I go back I watch the, I watch mid 90s stuff pretty much anything around the world from the 90s I go and watch or the 80s yeah. I don't tend to I don't tend to revisit anything 2000s and and after like yeah. you know from to 2000 it doesn't really pop up too much on, right. on my my right. time it's interesting so. yeah but it's it's just what that is it's your formative years of watching sure. wrestling you want to go back to that kind of shit but 
I know because yeah. I do like I look at it and realize like man like I'm not going to say my peak fandom but sure. goddamn was I all in yeah I'm all in now right not just not on WWF anymore uh there's an interesting t- thing too that this this last match made me want to talk about very briefly uh I think one of the issues with the WWE uh WWF if you will um why they don't resonate with people why it doesn't resonate with me the way it did in this era uh, I think WWE itself has has purposefully eliminated its personality. Yeah, as a company, I it used to have a personality. Sure. Uh, you know, look at the look at the specifically the ring in this. It's brightly colored. Yeah. You know, like it's got the it's got the blue turnbuckles with the red and white and blue ropes. Yep. The you know like it's you know like the ring was interesting. The the folding chairs they used in the matches were blue. You know, like yeah. they were. It just it, it it looked different. It looked almost like everything was like specifically theirs. You know, yeah. uh, and they don't do that anymore. Now it's just it's a black chair. It's this or that. Uh, I agree. I, everything is very it's stock. sanitized. It's stock. Yeah, right. You know, right. look at your Raw and SmackDown sets. They're the same. Right. Everything looks the right. same and that, by so the, the numbers. And that's the only like special set you get of the years WrestleMania. Right, and that's what I want to say too. Do they? Because I don't know. Because I'm not watching it. Do they even? Do they do? They don't do special entrances for pay per views anymore, right? This had the. This one had the fucking the glass dropping out for Steve. Yep, had the glass drop. Look at look at the the set on seventeen. Right. Right. That was crazy. Right. Even like the no way out set was yeah. Different. Like it was all different. So they, they don't they do, do it for anymore. Mania. And but like they don't you know like the Royal Rumble and Caesar's Palace everybody was in togas and shit yeah. like you know like they stopped doing that yeah. and they take themselves too seriously so they they've purposefully sanitized their personality and I think that sucks too yeah it it you is know? and I get it it's probably easier from a production standpoint yeah. throw up a screen throw sure. in program right. images understood right uh, this company is hyper focused on saving money but, so that's why you, they stopped you doing lose, it like you're right i think you lose your personality you, you lose you lose your, the company's personality and then everything sort of falls in that line and then what do you have even think about old wcw bash the beach would have the sand and the surfboards Dude, halloween, halloween havoc, havoc would have the, the, yeah. the tombstones and shit the big like pumpkin <laughs> right they don't they don't nobody does that anymore uh you know like even like aws right isn't really right no nobody much, nobody does that like they'll anymore. throw a little like yeah like, little things in but right. nah. yeah it's so it's interesting they did though in the beginning then when they did the the like whatever it was they had all the bikini girls and stuff oh yeah for the beach break, for beach break or whatever it was whatever. uh so they try but yeah like the it's lost its fun personality there i a little miss bit. when every show had like a different set yeah you if know? you look at like like I said, Raw SmackDown now it's the same big fucking giant HD screen. Right. Raw used to have like that like the Titan Tron or like yeah. then SmackDown with the SmackDown fist. With the fist. The, like, right. It's so fucking cool. Yeah. Now yeah. it's just or even yeah. like before the fist, they had like the oval screen yeah. where Raw the square mm-hmm. Titan Tron. Right. And yeah, everything's you know, the same uh, now. Even uh, look at the fucking title belts. Right. It's, it's there's just, no personality. Uh, it's a different color with a WWE logo right. on it. Right. There's no it personality. Sucks. Right. It's weird. The U.S. title sucks. The uh-huh. Intercontinental title sucks. Yeah. Like, you don't need to change these right. things. Like, I, yep. I don't know. I, I get yeah. you want to try to modernize sure. or whatever. But, like, the tag yeah. belts look like shit. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. They've lost their personality. And, and again, AEW, in their defense, they also did for. They do the big poker chip stacks and all that shit for, for all they do, out. Like, and just to throw a little something they try. in, you know? They, at least they're, they're attempting. And I get it. 
It costs money. I of get course, all that shit. Of course. But yeah, they you know they they lost their personality as a company, and that's 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 a disconnect for I, me. I'm with you on for that. me too. I like that. So watching this Brett that Brett awesome match, just seeing the the red, white, and blue ropes, like it reminded me that like it also used to look fun, and it doesn't look fun anymore. Yeah. You know, like WWE purposely tries to not look fun, or they do like NXT and try and force the fun, and it's and it fucking it, fails. It, it, <laughs> it, dude, that's so perfect. Try to force the fun, right? And it comes off so inauthentic. Oh yeah, it comes out so like, shitty, hey, guys. We're just doing a bunch of random color splash. Right. Like, eh, it still sucks. Yep. Absolutely. So, um. So yeah, next week we're gonna watch Shinjiro Otani. Yeah. Uh, I'll be sad during it the whole time, but yes. just to kind of celebrate him a bit, you know. Yeah. Um. Get people out there. So, uh, you bought you uh you buy anything uh, this week? I was going to ask you. I did. Uh, other than tattoos, um, ooh, look at that! I bought a tattoo too. Two, uh, two. I got a, a tattoo. Th- I got tattoo. that Tenzon Deluxe. Sweet. Uh, Sweet. Got a good price on that. I couldn't. I have the basic, like the the Japanese basic, and I love it. I love Tenzon. That might have been like one of the first Char Pros I ever bought. That, really, that was. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, but I, I wanted the, the the deluxe, and it was it was a really good price. It's so, a wild figure. Yeah. So I so I snagged that. Cool. Uh, and that's that's it, man. I didn't buy anything you, else. You wrestling Gucci shirt. No, this is like thirty bucks, and then shipping and stuff. When next time they have a sale, as a member of Taguchi Japan, right? I don't need a T-shirt because I'm an official wow. member. You just don't want to support your. Guy. It's true. I, that's, that's I right. have two. <laughs> once, you need them all. I know. Once once they do another sale, but I'll, it's the I'll 69. It. The celebration of the 69. True. It is the man who the man who 69 loves or whatever the fuck it says. Yeah. Uh, once they do like a 20 25 percent off sale, I'll, I'll snag. It. I understand. Yeah. So I got from Toy Vomit mm-hmm. the other night. They were on Whatnot. Yeah. And I was like to watch the stream. And I kind of saw he was putting it up, this mm-hmm. up, and it was like the last thing he was putting. Um, and I go, I go, I don't have any of this guy's action figures. No. And I kind of want one because I used to have one, but I can't now because it's super expensive because it was in a two pack mm-hmm. with Jake Roberts. Uh, so I ended up getting a CM Punk Elite. Oh. Yes, for like. Way under what I thought I would get ever get them for because they're still insanely expensive yeah. on eBay. Okay, so it's one of him in red and black gear. Mm-hmm. Kind of has like the sideburn chops, shorter hair. Okay, so I got that. That's cool. Um, thanks to Adam Van, I ended up snagging that Eddie Kingston micro brawler today from nice. the All Elite Crate. Mm-hmm. Somebody in the major group put it up. Adam already bought it, yeah. so he sent it over, and I said, "Fuck yeah, I want it." Nice. Uh, and then thank me for sending it to you three years later or three hours it was later. Like three hours later, because yes, I don't have I don't have notifications on yep. on Twitter, so I don't see any of that shit. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I I bought a figure defender because I bought a figure that I'm going to keep on card. Ooh. And hopefully one day, I don't know when, maybe never. God, I hope I get this figure signed by this person. Okay. So I bought a figure defender, mm-hmm. and the figure that I bought is not mint on card, mint in box. Was the Bret Hart Survivor Series '97 defining moments? Okay, he has the glasses, mm-hmm. the Hart Foundation jacket, yeah. the winged eagle, and he's holding the Canadian flag. Yeah, it's like the best Bret Hart. It's the best, probably the best Bret Hart. Yeah, and I was been fucking clamoring for it. Yeah, and uh, let's just say. So that's a big boy on you there. Opportunity knocked again this week. Yeah. But I, uh, woohoo, 
Nice. And uh, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Good. So uh, I decided to treat myself. And uh, so the Fear Defender came in yesterday. Yeah. What's worrying me is the guy hasn't shipped it from eBay yet. Mm. So I will cry if this doesn't go through. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to hit him up. I'll give him till Monday, mm-hmm. I think. And I'll be like, hey, brother. Brother, brother. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I bought it because I fucking love Bret Hart. And I really, really, really would love to meet him one day to get it autographed. Yeah. And uh, tell Bret Hart how much I love him because I fucking love Bret Hart. So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's what I bought. And thanks, shout out to Walmart for finally canceling my fucking They Live Piper <laughs> pre-order. It only took them four months yeah. to cancel it. Thanks a ton. Five months, actually. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, but my mean mark, I should be getting that this weekend. Nice. That shit from Target. Target you, Target. Yeah, Target's been good. Uh, Did that dude have the Piper still? Nah, no. Gone. Bummer. Uh, They've been popping up. Yeah, and then... Uh, I think my Chase WCW Steamboat, I'll have that tomorrow. Nice. I saw they were officially in stock. Yeah, yeah. So I got the notification for that the other day. So That's cool. Yeah, man. Nice, uh, dude. I love Bret Hart. Yeah. I needed it. <laughs> I fucking needed it. Yeah. I've been wanting it for so long. Yeah, that's a great it's a great figure yeah, for sure. So and you know, he comes around, so I would we just might have to go out of Philadelphia area to get it. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. I would that'd go. You yeah. know? Yeah, I, I still have to. I, I have some stuff for you. I gotta yeah. bring up. There's if the opportunity ever comes to to meet Bret Hart, I know exactly what I'll get signed by him, uh, and it is the uh, Simpsons Bret Hart figure. Do you have that? I don't, but I'll buy it. Okay, I was like, wait, do you have that? I don't. All right, because uh, it, it's pricey, and I'm not. I, I will buy it for that purpose. for that purpose. Understood. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love Bret. Uh, you know. Uh, and that's that to me. Like that's the one I want signed, yeah. mostly because that's the one he uses to rag on everybody about <laughs> not having you one. You on Simpsons. <laughs> so I fucking love Bret Hart uh, so much. So that's that's the one oh, that that I would so want awesome. want signed. Uh, Hell yeah, I like. So that. yeah, so cool. I I'd, I'd spring for that if you know because they're always on eBay. They're you know they're a little pricey. Yeah. Uh, but that would be the one that I would spring for for I like sure. That, man. Cool. Yeah, uh, I did see a uh, Terry Funk one of a hundred on eBay for like eighty five hundred dollars because people are fucking nuts. Yeah, or sixty five hundred something like that. S- still, people are stupid. That's uh, insane. Yeah, nuts, nuts, nuts. But uh, Ugh, yeah, crazy man. But that's it. Let's get out of here. That's it, my guy. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week. Uh, maybe I'll watch more wrestling. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. Well, do we have Battle of the Belts? Well, yeah, we battle the belts. Yeah, set your DVR. I set my my DVR right. Uh, But thanks for listening. This has been We Need Wrestling. We're a proud member of the Soon to Be Named Network uh, at STBN Network on Twitter, Soon to Be Named Network dot com, Soon to Be Named Network dot Tumblr dot com. A bunch of shows on there. uh, At odds with wrestling, hit my music, Longbox Heroes, uh, our other podcast, Wings on Wings. Uh, Check all that out. Uh, Man, I love Wings on. (laughs) <laughs> us on the show on this show you want to reach out to us we're at we need wrestling on twitter and instagram uh you can email the show uh we need wrestling at gmail.com uh we will love to hear hear from you get messages match recommendations uh whatever dirt you might want uh i'll give you personal information on <laughs> on anybody that i know for a very uh small paypal fee oh boy. friends and family only <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but uh oh if you want to reach out to me personally you reach out to the douche t-h-e-d-o-o-g-e on twitter 
Uh, I don't know. I, I don't what I post on there too much, but it, it, it happens. How about you, pal? Where can they find you? Uh, at BreadXEdge570. I just went and like, looked at my feed. That that picture of Foley and Terry today. Oh, man. It made me so happy. It, it made me real happy. Uh, Terry looks better than the last time we I saw him in one of the photos. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, I mean, you know, Terry's, you know, to like, Foley says, oh, I went to pick Terry Funk up, take him to lunch. Yeah. Like, he's signing out of a home. Like, it's, you know. Man. Terry's not not doing oh, great, but he's still rough, hanging in there. I'm, uh, I'll be I'll be a mess. I'll be yep. inconsolable. Yep. Um, but uh, I, I, Mick, this is like the maybe second, third time that Mick's yeah. stopped in Amarillo to see him. That's that's his hero. He said it today. Yeah, like so that's still it's, my mentor. It's what it is. Yeah. You know, uh, the two other dudes, obviously Terry, the, my favorite of all time, no question. But like those two dudes again, same same boat. You say they're your number one. I'm never gonna argue. Either one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's uh, – I'm glad that people are looking after Terry because, uh, god damn it, I just – sometimes I just sit, like, and just think about Terry Funk and how great he was. Yeah. And, like, it was just the, the anniversary of the ECW pay-per-view where he wins the belt, yeah. like, their first pay-per-view, like, all that. I just I, – sometimes I just sit and think about Terry and the things that he did and the, the styles that he did and the way he changed the industry and changed himself to, to, to accommodate the industry – uh, and that time he got kicked by a fucking horse. Uh, <laughs> he got kicked by a horse. <laughs> He's just the best. I remember when I asked Dirty Funker that question on Twitter, and I was like, "Did that? I'm like, did you get did you get your your uh, your heat back, brother? Yeah. From the horse? And I remember the response was like, "Fuck that goddamn horse." Yeah. <laughs> I love Terry, but uh, yeah. So we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, that's it. Bye. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of podcast networks. Night off, nerds!